Um, so the the other day, my uh, my wife and I were watching YouTube like we do, and I subscribed to this guy who does a lot of uh, cover songs, but he does them in like a different genre, or he'll do like double time drums or whatever just to see what it sounds like. His name's Alex Melton, and um, he does a lot of like pop punk stuff, so he'll do all kinds of songs, like country songs as pop punk, or he'll do like mm. pop punk as country or whatever. Uh, but mm-hmm. we were just going along the other day. I subscribed to him, so it popped up on one. And um, Brent, I'm <clears throat> I'm going to save you from this, but he did a he did a cover of Slipknot's Duality as <laughs> okay. a country song. Have I you think heard I might this? have heard this before. Okay. Yeah. He even in the beginning he mouths the words to the to the camera. He's like, "I'm so sorry," uh, <laughs> but it's actually really good. Like, it's not good because modern country fucking sucks, but it, it sounds and it's he, he's just really good at making that sound. Like, he sounds like any other person, like any other country person on the radio or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that sent us down a, a rabbit hole of sorts because then I was trying to explain to my wife we were we watched the Slipknot version after that of Duality which I didn't know I didn't know that video oh and we were yeah, watching like destroying that house oh my god yeah it's crazy the, and it's they so had a different to, song like, <clears throat> after that video was shot they had to buy that person I, I don't know if they bought them a new house but they had to have it like majorly remodeled after that I'm because the fans that, that are in there yeah they, they, that wasn't just mm-hmm. known that was gonna happen like they're like oh mm-hmm. by the way we're just gonna shoot here for a little bit and they're like oh we destroyed your fucking house uh-huh. I, think yeah. they, I think they bought that house <laughs> they still live in it today or they paid off <laughs> or no i think someone had just moved out and it was gonna get demolished oh that'd be nice like they're gonna tear it down to the foundation i think and then they, they were allowed to yeah, like, they were like, like, yes. Let's do this. Well, it set us down a, <clears throat> a rabbit hole of Slipknot stuff, and Corey Taylor, the lead singer of Slipknot, uh, because oh, yeah. I was telling her, like, we watched that video, and they're all in their masks and everything, you know? Mm-hmm. And so she was like, what does that guy even look like? And I was like, oh, I've seen him only because he's on some documentaries on Shudder about horror films and stuff, and he's, like, really eloquent and, like, a really cool dude or whatever, and, like, mm-hmm. I just wouldn't... I never had never known. And, um... So then we, we were like looking him up and I was like, oh, he's been in other bands. And we started looking up songs and we never knew. I didn't know that Amanda is a really big Corey Taylor fan, apparently. Oh, she from, never knew that. from Stone Sour? From Stone Sour. We, uh-huh. we just found out. And I feel like Brent has mentioned Stone Sour to me before, but I didn't I didn't know that I knew their songs. There's Through Glass and then Bother were the mm-hmm. two that we both really remembered. But yeah, she like, yeah. yeah, they're like early and. She was like, I love Through Glass. Like, she had forgotten mm-hmm. about it, but she loved it. And uh, But also, that video, he looks... His hair looks completely fake. It's, like, really blonde and weird, puffy, flowy sort of thing. Like, compared to, like, Slipknot mm-hmm. days, I don't know. It just looked so different. Obviously, the mask, clearly different. But um, mm-hmm. I, it was so such a shock to see him that way to me. Um, and then be like, oh, I like his music. I had no idea that it was, like, different than Slipknot. He had anything else out there, so... I yeah. just learned about all of this, <laughs> and it blew my fucking mind. And uh, I knew I had to bring it up because Brent loves Slipknot, obviously. And then before the show, we recorded. Uh, Darren and, and Brent were both saying they both love metal. So um, take it away, guys. Brent, Brent, are you a, a Slipknot fan? I am. Yeah, I, I'm finding that I'm not a, as huge of a fan of their more recent stuff, but overall, I, I would still say they're my my favorite band. Yeah, I, I fucks with it. Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, I've seen him like I've seen him like three times. I saw him with Lamb of God. That was really cool. Oh yeah, hell yeah. That was like I think 2018 or 19 though. Oh nice, that was recent. Yeah. Just before Dude. the pandemic for sure. <laughs> you sound so sad. <laughs> it's a it's a sad. How do you sound happy? Hey, hey, remember the pandemic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this shit, oh, this is tight. Uh, Brent also has a another podcast. 
um, right now with his friend Ross uh, Brent. What is your other mm-hmm. podcast? Uh, it's called. It's weird that I have to say <laughs> that on this show. <laughs> That's why I'm making you do it. It's called. It's called Nudist Colony. No T. N U D I S. Like, like new metal discussion. Okay, mm-hmm. so that, if you have to explain it like a joke, you should not oh. say it. Like, it's the best. That's I know. it's like our show. Like, why is this called? It's, Let's talk about stuff. It's fucking stupid. I love yeah, it. exactly. Uh, and I, I explained it on the first like <laughs> I don't know three or four episodes of Nudist Colony, and then at a certain point, I was just like, I'm just gonna give up on this. Plus, if people uh, Google you, like, what are they gonna find, man? Like, yeah, I don't know. I that. I, th- probably nothing. It doesn't matter. That's the goal. <laughs> nothing matters. Yeah, exactly. Nothing yeah. matters. Like I'm just finding Nudist Colonies. I can't find these fucking guys. You're like I have booked a few trips to a few nudist colonies but i'm still looking for this podcast so i can listen to it on the plane while i go to that nudist colony that's true yeah that's how you get it yeah. that's the best way to listen that's that is good um but yeah so they do like kind of the rise and question mark fall because i think mm-hmm. the way Brent talks Eventual about it new metal's still around mm-hmm. it's still it's still hanging out <laughs> you know? there's a resurgence happening yeah there you go yeah mm-hmm. it's crazy so they um, they're they're going through all these albums of things that I I listened to that stuff a long time ago. I don't really anymore, but um, like Limp Bizkit, Corn, that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I figured Darren, you'd be into that. Like at least back in the day, were you like a Corn fan? No. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, this is working out. Period. Uh, asparagus. <laughs> no. Period. Wow. What were you an anti fan? It, it's not an exclamation mark. It's a period. Oh, okay. It's just a period. Yeah. You're like, mm, it doesn't bother me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's okay. Uh, they but, make things but, to help with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they do. It's called Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so so what what other bands are like? What type of metal do you listen to? Um, I don't know. I, I dabble here and there. Like um, I listen to some like Suicide Silence, but uh, I haven't listened to any like whole albums or whatever. I'm uh, I don't really care for black metal that much. Yeah, I, yeah, uh, I, I can't get down with that either. I never. That's an example of black, I, I could, black metal. Cradle of filth. Cradle of filth. That sounds it's, familiar. Mm-hmm. I, I, I heard these terms and I'm like, I have no idea like what the a, difference of any of them. More <laughs> like a, it's like a, it's 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 all over the place, dude. It's very like symphonic, and also they think they're vampires, mm, and okay. I'm just like, mm, I can't get down with that. Just, I'm just like, I'm okay. I'm not into the whole thing. You do you. Uh-huh. You know, I'm not I'm not shaming anyone who who does like it, but just not for me, you know? Yeah, it's uh it's too much the vocals on all of it is just it's too shrieky and and crazy. Like mm-hmm. like I don't like death metal either, like mm. I like grounded metal like Machine Head or, you know, I like Slipknot too, but uh I get it get into like metalcore and maybe some mm-hmm. grindcore, but um, you just made half of those up. No, those are all real. <laughs> it, it, it gets even deeper. The rabbit hole, do you if like, you will. Yeah, do you right. like Kill Switch and Gage? Kill Switch, Jesse Lynch. Like uh, I can't. Oh, really? I can't stand. I can't stand Howard. Oh my God, Howard's like one of my favorite uh, vocalists of all it's time. It's not like he's bad. It's just. The, it's the <laughs> just just the the way it's, it's the way it's not it's not the why like it's just I can't, uh, I, can't, I can't do it. Fair enough. Fair I, enough. I, I'm sorry, my my battery's about to die. I'm gonna go play it. Oh, that's all right. We'll make it. Y'all work. continue talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep him talking like I'm Darren. 
<laughs> so okay. anyway, um, uh-huh. I like gross core. Oh, gross core is is awesome. Have you uh, mm-hmm. heard the new Booger Fist album? Oh, Booger Fist is so good. Oh man, like just when you think they can't get any more mucosal, they're like, oh my beard. <laughs> they really bring it back, you know, when you don't expect mm-hmm. it, which is great. Yeah, it's like for the first three albums, they were all like doing that hawking sound uh-huh. like you do before you spit a loogie and then on this fourth one they were just like they spit that shit you know yeah you know and they mm-hmm. it's weird because it's like i'm not it, you know like back in the day with the budweiser commercials and the frogs right yeah. it's that kind mm-hmm. of like guttural that mm-hmm. you know it's like yeah. i like that kind of stuff i like the loogie of it all mm-hmm. you know but yeah. um i get lost in some of the nuance you could say yeah yeah, they say the best way to listen to it is by uh, putting only one earbud in mm-hmm. and then jumping into a wood chipper, and that's really? just like, you get it. But you, yeah. only, you mm-hmm. only get to listen to that once, right? You only get it once, and it's, <laughs> it's I'm good, saving it. It's a good way to go, yeah. though, yeah. We'll, we'll see how <laughs> Midsummer looks. Oh, Midsummer, yeah, that's great. Uh-huh. Yeah. That'd be nice, though, because um, it'll be warmer, and the, mm. the stank from your bloody body will be, uh, will be uh, high. Of course. Which is good and, for Bloodcore. Mm-hmm. Bloodcore is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't really say that I'm into it as much. Too viscous, you know? It's just that like... That makes sense. Yeah, it just like sloshes around in my ears, and I'm just like, I, I can't do that. I, do you know how often I go through Q-tips? <laughs> oh, wow. It's fucking insane. Only, well, yeah, only when you listen to Bloodcore. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What about... Um, do, you like, mm-hmm. do you like Nerfcore at all? I used it's to like be, a newer genre. I used to be... Oh, I thought it was an older thing. Then maybe I think it's something different. Um, I because I thought I used to be into it. Oh, I, I mean, there's turf core, which is oh, what you okay. It's like that came out with like it's perfect for mowing the lawn mm-hmm. and like we do, like doing yard work sure. and stuff. So maybe that's that's been around for a minute. But uh, nerf core is mm-hmm. fairly new. Okay, good. I, should I get into mm-hmm. it? I mean, it's kind of like getting hit with the flat side of a nerf blade oh, in your teeth. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's a so nice if, you, if you want that type of sound effect, effect. Yeah, 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 it's just like sometimes, you know what, when you're sitting in traffic and you're like, God damn it. Sometimes mm-hmm. just getting hit with the flat side of a Nerf sword. Yeah. Across the teeth is what you need. It, I you know? agree with that. Today was one of those days. I hear it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, can you give Cut me that an, attention. an example of a few bands of Nerf core? Of Nerf core? Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. <laughs> Steven, how can I not? Of course, there's like uh arrow dart um, oh yeah they're, 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 they're pretty good, good. Mm-hmm. um i can't remember the last time i didn't see uh circle pit footage of an arrow dart concert yeah you know um there's also uh uh nerf ball uh not you know like it's pretty it's on close. the nose uh-huh. for that one but yeah they were like the origin- uh, originators of nerf core they were one of the originators uh, i feel like the person who came up with that name should have tried mm-hmm. harder maybe had a better <laughs> Uh, name, but well, maybe their friend set them up without them expecting it. You know, <laughs> you know, I I you didn't know. make it up. It's it's it simply is what it is. And then of course there's a there's Gak Fist, which is oh, like good. an offshoot. You know, yeah, but that makes sense. there's you know some little styrofoam <laughs> balls related to it, so it counts. Darren, you're back now, and I'm glad because we're talking about Nerf Core. We talked about Blood Core. Uh, oh my god! I'm so glad this evolved into this. This is amazing. <laughs> I keep thinking mm-hmm. that I'm gonna say one, and it's gonna be real. Nerfcore. I thought Bloodcore <laughs> might oh be real. God. I really hoped. I was really hoping for it. But yeah, uh, alas. Um, any? All right. One. One from each of you. Give me. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me a band I should listen to if I if I don't listen to metal. Like to convince you to listen to metal, or yeah, just be like, good, oh, I've experienced this. Well, I guess a good way in, or an, I experienced this. Seven dust. 
All right, Seven Dust. Oh, Seven Dust there is a go. great one. Fucking love Seven that's Dust. A, they that's a great lead. It that'll totally lead you. In. That's they right. had one of the best shows ever. I went to an acoustic show of theirs in oh, like wow. a small venue in Houston, and it was it was outstanding. I've seen them several times. That's good. Uh, they're like one of those bands I know, but I I could not tell you a song. Like I I bet if I look them up, I'll be like, oh, I know that one, but I have no clue right now. So that's a that's a good call for me. The lead singer of that band, his name is Lejean Witherspoon. He's one of the hunkiest people that has ever existed on the planet. He's a he's a hunky gentleman. Uh, he is he is in, incredibly handsome and uh, charismatic. Yeah, that's good. Hunkiest. So, so yeah, you can you can hang up a poster of him above your bed and just like hope those texts give way. You know. Oh, there you go. Ooh, mm-hmm. What a way yeah. good way to say that. Man, that's like the best one. I don't know if I can top yeah, that. That's all right. Uh, if you guys agree on it, that's cool. Yeah, it's just yeah. A, it's Seven just a good it. it's a good lead in, you know. Gate it's a gateway gateway no, band. It's a gateway <laughs> band. Oh, uh-huh. officer, I thought it was I thought it was okay. I didn't realize it was a gateway band. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm listening to metal again. Oh man, Stephen, one of one of these days you're going to put on Seven Dust while <laughs> your wife is at work or out shopping, doing whatever. Oh. She's gonna come home. You're gonna walk in. You're covered in full denim attire, oh. wearing dreadlocks, and she's <laughs> like, that- "What happened to you?" And you're gonna be like. I guess I'm just a seven dust fella now, you know. <laughs> Does he wear all denim? Uh, I've seen some pictures oh, where okay. he had all, all denim on. I, I don't think it's, it's like a, a regular occurrence, but yeah, right. it's not like the masks and Slipknot. <laughs> See, I don't know anything about them. In my head, they all wear mm-hmm. all denim. It's a look. I don't know. <laughs> if I if I don't see him that way, god damn it, I'm gonna be upset, Brent. Uh huh. Okay. Well, don't look. All right. Don't look it up. Don't do just it. Just look at the lyric videos. They're so, not Canadian. Yes. They're yeah. not Canadian. So. <laughs> No Canadian tuxedos. You're not, not for them. Well, uh, that's pretty good, man. I think, uh, I think overall, um, that set me up really well to to get into metal, and um, mm-hmm. we'll see next time uh, if I if I've given it a shot. I will try to yeah. report back about my seven dust experience on the next episode. Okay. Um, right. But I think we're gonna go ahead and jump into this. So uh, we're doing it. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff, where we're joined by a guest. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you pointed at me. I really I probably, did. I was like, ah. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the problem. That's I try right. and then I mm-hmm. fail. So, uh, yeah, that's Darren, welcome back to the show, man. I just blew up your spot, dude. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's a three-peat, you know? I think the okay. first two times we had you on, we had you say <laughs> your name, but we had changed it semi-recently. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, that's all good. Yeah, because it got confusing, and then you did it right, and then we were like, oh, man. Uh, uh. Um, <laughs> I couldn't remember what we had you on for before. We had you on, like, on a group thing, right? With, like, that, was that that? I don't know what that was. No, I think we were, that was part of the plan, but no, that ended up we did, not working uh, out. Oh, okay. We did Suicide Squad. Ooh, okay. That's right, yeah. The, wait, which one? So you were on for, uh, you were on for the Suicide Squad, for that episode and then before that we had you on initially for just like a regular pop culture catch-up we mm. uh just discussed uh stuff you just know getting to know you right on mm-hmm. yeah very cool well it's glad to have you back man because uh it's always good to talk to you and i haven't we haven't talked in a long time either so uh yeah welcome back man yeah man uh how you doing <laughs> hey i'm good <laughs> oh good <laughs> excellent brad how are you um, you know, I'm okay. I'm here. Um, I'm just waiting to die, essentially. Oh, just yeah. uh, watching Aren't we all? flesh rot off my corpse. Uh, Hell yeah. You know. no, we're gonna, we're, no, we're gonna watch that. You can't oh. watch your own corpse. Wow. We're gonna make a music video. Like we're gonna, Yeah, we're gonna make a okay. black, black metal video. Yeah, black metal video. Ooh. For our band. Can I watch that? What's our band called, Darren? Oh, um, 60 Dicks. 
So, <laughs> what'd you say, Derek? 60, 60 dicks. 60 dicks? 60 dicks, okay. I like that, man. Uh, yeah, and we're, our video will just be a slow motion of Brent, or a fast motion of Brent's decaying corpse. Okay. And and above your head, we'll just be standing there in denim shirts, being, <laughs> squatting, Sleeve squatting above you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sleeveless denim. This is Kentucky black metal. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big thing, right? That real shit. Twank to twank, twank. <laughs> Oh my god, I love that. Um, well, so obviously we're here today to talk about the uh, Matrix Reloaded, the sequel, the first sequel to The Matrix, which came out in 2003, and uh, I'm glad to have you, Darren, on here. We'll, we'll talk about this uh, a little bit later. We're going to get some mini topics first, but I'm so glad to have you on here for this one. So, uh, Brent, did you have anything you wanted to start us off with, though? Yes. Uh, real quick, I want to give a shout out to our uh, non-gender specific sibling podcast mm-hmm. mind grenade for reaching 300 episodes recently uh shout out to yeah, Hector so awesome. and crew that is cool um and uh they you know for some behind the scenes stuff they did reach out to us to, to be uh, part of that for a question on that no, we didn't but, um we didn't do that <laughs> i just didn't get to it in time i was thinking about it for, <laughs> no, i was like that. i want to think of a good one our other buddies mm-hmm. had given great answers for that. Uh, David and Austin had good again answers. They gave great questions, and I was like, "Oh yeah, those are good." Mm-hmm. I have to think about it. And then by the time I did, I came back, and they were like, "We've recorded." I was like, "Damn mm-hmm. it!" So I'm sorry, yeah. man. But uh, yeah, that's awesome. Awesome, three hundred. That's that's amazing. Like honestly, it would have just been about farts and butts. Basically, that's, and- that's basically where our, our questions lie. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. Darren just did like a fist pump, whatever. They're like, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's how you get farts out. Mm-hmm. If you had a crotch in your butt and then a butt in your crotch, like, would it be <laughs> fucked up? Is that, is that weird? Did you do a spit take? <laughs> it, was like, it, was, it was in the cheeks. Yeah, it almost came okay. out. It was just... My butt cheeks? Is that what that was? <laughs> oh, my God. Amazing. Uh, but, yeah, special shout out to them, man. Very cool. We, we're hitting our, our 250th soon. We're right behind them. And uh, I hope someday. Oh, this is this is. This is 251 that we're recording now, Stephen. God damn it, this is the problem, Brent. 250. Fuck. 251. 251. Thank you. It's we wanted you on a special one, Darren, obviously. Mm -hmm. Number 250. 251. Big big number for us, obviously. Uh Uh-huh. Darren, do you have a question for us on the podcast? We'd be glad to answer it. Um Well, hey, thanks for participating. Uh, we've answered all the questions we can. Uh be sure to follow and subscribe. Um, <laughs> contact information's in the show notes. Go get you some LTAS but merch. I, I mean, are you going to answer my question? <laughs> I would love to, but that, the thing that, is... that would, that's, that's a trick question. No. You're trying to, to bait me into answering that, and I don't appreciate it. Um, <laughs> yes. We mm-hmm. did, last episode that we recorded, discuss the time displacement of us recording that 250th episode, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's, it was bad, but like, whatever, I'm used to it. And then fuck it up right now man i just <laughs> i completely forgot because it comes out on friday we're recording this on tuesday this mm. will be out next tuesday which is wild for us so yeah i'm all over the place but uh congratulations us on reaching 251 today yay, yay. we did it we did it <laughs> to be fair 249 came out today as we're recording there this 250 comes out this upcoming friday which was this past friday and um and it's yeah it's just not confusing at all it, Time is a flat circle. Mm. Uh, the other thing I want to mention is, Stephen, just like I, as I've done on the past couple of episodes, I've got another weird drink to imbibe Excellent. this time. 
Uh, last time it was tequila. So gummy bears that right. just ended up being like <laughs> ultra strange before that. It was, I don't know, whatever it was. Uh, but this time I've got a, a drink that uh, I heard about uh, via some co-workers. And I was like, this can't be true. I looked it up and it is. And I did find it in the wild. This is Flamin' Hot Mountain Dew. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, Flamin' Hot, like the Cheetos brand. And uh, have you heard of this? Have you tried this, either of you? Not heard of it. Uh, number okay. one. I, not heard of it, yeah. Do they sell it with Mountain Dew flavored Cheetos? They should. Right. See, this is a missed opportunity. And this is this is why you need to be a brand ambassador, Stephen. They should listen to me. We've been saying it for years. Yep. <laughs> That's all I've wanted to be. So I'm gonna, I don't know what this could possibly <laughs> taste like. It says, do with the blast of heat and citrus. I think so you're I don't like know it. what the heat flavor is mm-hmm. supposed to be. I think Let's you're like There we go. Got the Capcom. You should, you should put down some plastic. <laughs> <laughs> Cover up whatever boards you have and computer equipment. Keep it's been sitting over here for a minute. And uh, uh, it's gotten awfully sweaty here on the outside of it. So it's just like it's seeping like... Uh, Essentially, this, like bottle cum all over my leg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's strange. That's strange. Uh, also, refreshing. this flavor. Yeah. This flavor, it just like really hits you in the back of the throat and just sits there uncomfortably, oh, you wonderful. know? So it does have a, like a weird spiciness, like kick to it. The initial taste is just like, I don't know, Mountain Dew esque. And then it just like kicks you, kicks you right in the, mm-hmm. in the throat guts there. So does it taste like Mountain Dew kind of still? Like, is that the mm. base? And then it's like heat on top of it? Yes, uh, I, think, um, I think it's. Uh, mm, mm, mm. You love it. I can see it in your face. I really thought you would mm. like that. I don't know why. I love flaming hot Cheetos. Yeah, that's one go. of my favorites. You know, uh, but this is like, yeah, I'm. You know, between this and the uh, space flavored Coca Cola oh, I tried yeah. recently, I've just you know some of the stuff is getting into Lester's fixin's territory mm-hmm. to me. You know, I will end up drinking this whole thing, you, but uh, yeah, I, I do not waste food or drink. But you know. It's not not gonna be great. I hope throughout the show your your voice just gets scratchier and scratchier. He's like he's drinking dragon. more of it, folks. <laughs> folks, he's drinking more of it. He's already mm-hmm. he's got to get through it. Uh, he's like what? five cents in. Yeah, you, it's gonna get warmer from here on out. So it's, it's not getting burning better. a hole through my small <laughs> intestine as we speak. So Damn. recommend? No, nope. That's a no right there. <laughs> Hell no, I, dude. That's not, a, that's not a drink I would even try. I'm not even a hot flaming hot Cheetos kind of guy. So. Yeah, that's not for me. Do you like spicy food? I don't know if we've ever talked about this. Not, Do you you eat Mexican me. food, but you're not this guy. Not not a spicy mm-hmm. guy. Uh, no, I can't do okay. it. I'm very white. Um, Darren, what about you? <laughs> no, I'm brown inside, baby. Hey, hell yeah, dude. I get downs with it. I could imagine. Yeah, you like the spicy. Mm-hmm. Every yeah. every kitchen I've ever worked with, they're like, you like spicy, and I'm like, bro, give let it. Let me tell you something. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I like a little more kick now than I used to. Um, and by that, I mean when I buy salsa, I buy medium now instead of mild. <laughs> <laughs> and even talking about it, look at this. My eyes are watering. You're, 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 even thinking about it, I'm like, oh, God. my! If I When I eat the spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's, which, Darren, mm. uh, that's Brent and I's oh, yeah. thing, right? Like, we, we fucking love those, right? Is yeah. That, you like that? Oh, yeah. Brent, Brent put me onto those in the last few years. I, I had never tried one because I didn't like spicy things and they're amazing i fucking love them but when i eat them the top of my bald head gets sweaty oh my god my eyes water (laughs) from that motherfucking thing so you can imagine my level of heat is not that great maybe that's why i thought you were 
okay with spicy stuff just yeah. because you like the spicy chicken sand- sandwich and we talk about that so often totally. as a, uh, a workaround for you mm-hmm. as you're eating the spicy chicken sandwich and your head starts to uh, tear up on top of it can you <laughs> yeah. take a little like a little swipe with your index finger of the the uh-huh. mayo and just like Put that oh, on top okay, of there, just like, idea. just kind of like dab it as if it were some like sunscreen or whatever. So I've got like a mayo yamaka on the back of my head <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. to keep the heat from the spicy uh-huh. chicken sandwich. I want to go uh, in the is... restaurant and do this now. I think that'd be fantastic. And just walk away and then be like a legend to them. Like this weird fucking guy one day just made a mayo cap, you know? <laughs> yeah. Put my you hat back there, on. They're like. <laughs> They're like evening rabbi. And you're like, oh, hey, thank you. Shalom. Yeah, mazel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't do uh, mm-hmm. a lot of the spicy. Unfortunately, I feel like mm-hmm. when people talk about that, like the people that like spicy stuff all the time, will try to give me things and be like, it's not that spicy. Like, and I'll be like, well, you like spicy things. I don't. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. really don't even have the context anymore. And uh, generally, when I talk to people that really love spicy stuff, they talk about like liking the flavor. Some of them really like the heat and like like to be kind of tortured, I guess. But a lot of people like the flavor. And to me, it's just fucking hot. Like I don't get any like enjoyment out of it generally. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so I'm missing out. I feel, but it's it's how I'm built. Your tongue's just like nah, bro, no, no. Yeah, exactly. I'm like ouchie. <laughs> yeah, it's too much. <laughs> Stephen, what I'm hearing is we need to book our uh, guest appearance on Hot Ones immediately. I would fail. I've, I I don't even watch that show because I feel so uncomfortable that yeah. I, if I went on that show, I would be one of those people that like got through one wing and I'd be like, I'm out. Like I'm out. I've, and they're like, <laughs> have you heard about Have you heard past. about the uh, the death chips? What are those? The chips no. you can you can order chips that are just like beyond hot. It's like you eat one chip and and add to cart. Your, there we go. Yeah, that's three. Like a thing. Have you had them there? there? Or you just heard about no. it? No. Yeah, <laughs> that's too hot for you, maybe? No, I, I want to keep the snot and tears <laughs> in my face. So I decided against it. I don't, mm-hmm. see, that's the thing. I don't understand people that really love that that level of hot. Even for, like, a stunt, I'm like, no, that just sounds mm-hmm. awful. Um, and when people, like, even when they're like, oh, I can handle it, and then they can't, and they're like, oh, man, but just give me the milk, and I'm totally good. But Like, oh, that was amazing. And they're just, like, tears are just gushing out of their eyes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. I would be down for a fucking week. Put it on. It was like an out. Yeah, your butt would be fucked up too, mm. for sure. And I'm scared if you, of that. Your, your tongue is the, is the first exactly. line of defense. It's like, do not put this through here, dude. Like, do not fucking do it. And you're like, you know, you know what? Tongue, I'm gonna live dangerously. No I'm gonna God. try it out. My whole so, body has to go through that. Oh my god! Yeah, you know, I was just imagining like if if you were to take the innards out of a person and like let's say you took out like the the intestines mm-hmm. uh, up through the stomach, and then I was just picturing it like lead up to like the tongue at one end, and then your butthole <laughs> all the way at the other, and you could just like <laughs> trace with your finger all the way down that whole system. But that's truly how it is, you know. And like, there's that chip, that hot ass chip, just like rolling through that mm-hmm. all, and it gets stuck yeah. at the end. Just wreaking havoc, yeah. you know. One tiny chip. Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. that sounds awful to me. That's all it takes. I would, I would try it. You know, I like. Dude, I guess stunt doing things. You do like I watched a lot of bad it. movies for this. Yeah. fucking podcast. You're I guess fucking I can... hot Cheeto flavored Mountain Dew right now. So I, yeah, I'm already, I'm <laughs> you know already pissed off about it. <laughs> Wait, like, is, it, is it hot Cheeto? Is that what you said it was? I, I want to make sure I got it right. Uh, flame and hot. Flame is and the hot. Brand okay, so it's for, the flame and hot Cheetos, yeah. brand, but it doesn't taste mm-hmm. cheesy at all. No, because that'd be weird, right? That'd be the line. That'd be the line. You're like, 
No, I'm even more pissed. Is it is it thick? How thick? Yeah, is like it? how? No, no, it's viscosity we're dealing with here. It's Mountain Dew esque. Uh-huh. You know, I don't know if you can. Uh, it looks can more see that. orange than red. Is that? I'm trying to see. Am I getting that right? Yeah, it's like the the color of flaming hot Cheetos okay. or whatever. But um, yeah, it's it's you know straight up liquid. I mean, it's it's not. It's the same consistency mm. of Mountain Dew, but instead of uh, lime green. Yeah. It's weird orange. I believe that's what they call it. Weird orange. Weird orange. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Weird Al's brother. Weird orange. Weird orange. Yeah. You do have yeah, uh, a lot left there. I see. Um, mm-hmm. Good yeah. luck on that uh, for throughout the rest of the that's... show. You know. Pray for me. Yeah, I will. Um, mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Did you want to do some mini topics? Do you have anything? Anybody have any mini topics? Any like TV shows, movies they wanted to discuss? They've been watching recently. Oh, recently, Crimes of the Future. Did you see the trailer for oh, that? Oh, I haven't seen the trailer yet. The Cronenberg one, right? Oh, man. It's not out <laughs> yet, though. Just the trailer? Yeah, just the trailer. Yeah, right on. Yeah, it came out a few days ago. That's going to be insane. Uh, yeah, I know a lot of people I follow, uh, a lot of movie people, are super excited for that to see another Cronenberg thing. Uh, Brent is not a big body horror guy, Mm-mm. so I imagine he should probably stay away from it. I haven't seen this trailer yet. But, uh, Darren, would you say that someone likes body horror should watch that or not watch that? Someone that likes it? I yes. guess, well, yeah, if someone that doesn't like it, but yeah. Is, is that confusing? Lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's basically all body horror. Yeah, that's like Cronenberg's thing, right? Yeah, but this one's, fuck, this, this one's going to be bizarre. And it's weird because I think he had another film called Crimes of the Future, but he called this one Crimes of the Future. Is he from the future? Is he trying to tell us something? He's like, all right, guys, there's a lot of crime there. I'm going to make two movies about it. Mm. Oh, guys, yeah. there's a worldwide global pandemic coming your way. Oh, <laughs> oh it's already wait, happened? It's already oh, man. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Did, and we handled it well? No? Oh. And recap. Hmm. Sometimes the internet is really confusing because I looked up Crimes of the Future and it came up with 1970. And then when I scrolled below that, it said, um, yeah, released August 10th, 1984. Uh, so I don't know. Yeah, it does look like there was one in the past, and it was a Cronenberg one about a mad dermatologist who oh, disappears no. after a catastrophic disease is caused by cosmetic products. Um, that sounds uh, pretty disgusting. Why? Yeah. Why is it this? There it is. There it is. Man? There it is. He has Why ears he on his head. Uh, oh, it is good. ears. I thought he had Hellboy horns, but yeah, it's ears. It's worse. Hmm. Yeah. That's a no from me, dog. Uh, I don't really, uh, I'm not, I would say I'm not into body horror, but I am drinking this flaming Hot Mountain Dew, so maybe in a way. Uh, You'll see later I like on. to torture myself. Yeah. I don't want to see other people get, like, hacked up and stuff. I like the movie The Thing, but um, it is still kind of difficult for me to watch. I don't like seeing, like, I forgot I don't like you seeing stuff like actually that. watched that. I was one, that's like the one I'm like, that movie is so yeah. fucking good. I don't care if you, God, like, I love that movie. I don't care if you don't like yeah, it. Yeah, from 2011, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> CGI all the way. <laughs> I was looking back to see if I knew a lot of Cronenberg stuff because there's one, oh yeah, this is good for, for Matrix Day, uh, talking about Matrix stuff, is uh, he did uh, Existence or Existence uh, in 1999, same year Matrix came out, which is also about a video game system where people kind of don't oh, know yeah. what's real and what's not or whatever uh but in this one the video game console is like made out of like organic material and you kind of finger fuck it to get started or something oh, it's pretty I'm fucked listening. up yeah Hell yeah okay <laughs> but it's okay. cool it's not it's not terribly like body horror disgusting it's more like just sci-fi kind of stuff that i remember at least it's been a while well did, did you ever see dark city oh yeah i love dark city that came out that came out a year before the matrix that's wild 
similar concept as a script. It's like it got out and people who just started writing scripts to Right. But then like it fit like whatever Matrix it hit big. Just, yeah. Yeah, like what was it was weird. That like era those three weird, yeah. those three movies were very similar in mm-hmm. like concept. Yeah, execution is like wildly different. Um, well, I guess Matrix and, and Dark City though look pretty similar. Like they're very, they're both very like dark, uh, kind of noir movies. And um, I guess Dark City doesn't really it has more of like a blue tint, and like Matrix has a green tint. But um, very green, yeah, so right. Green. But uh, they're kind of similar. I I like Dark City a lot. Last time I watched it, at least um, that one has uh, some good people in it and stuff too. But it's weird that those all kind of came out around the same time. So. I would check out that one if you're going to watch a Cronenberg one. That's not too disgusting, though. But um, and I forgot. He well, he also the fly. He did History of Violence. And oh, wild. He, he, he directed History of Violence. With he Vigo. Did, uh, yeah, with Eastern Promises with Vigo. Mm-hmm. I need to rewatch those. Those are amazing. I yeah, I want to rewatch History of Violence. I remember that came out, I think, when I was working at the video store. I feel like I remember that. Um, it has some pretty badass action, like fighting in it and stuff with, with Vigo. Um, and also, uh, his wife is Maria Bello in that right in that one. And they, uh, yeah. she like walks in one time in like a cheerleader outfit and they fuck on the stairs. Um, uh, so it's pretty cool, Brit. You should check it out. What, it which great? one is this? History of violence. <sighs> oh yeah. I've seen this. Yeah. He, he eats her out real good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You remember. Yeah. Like, I have a viewport right remember now. Of it. <laughs> That's the Cronenberg cut. Mm-hmm. I've got it. I've got a picture in picture right now. That's you know? good. That's the kind of body mm-hmm. horror you can take. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I give the lady some, you know. Oh yeah, it's 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 kind of disgusting when you watch all these movies and they say all this disgusting stuff and and you know talk about women mm. in a certain way and it's just like guys, oh, what are you on, doing? Yeah. What is this? The outtakes of this very episode. <laughs> uh, ladies, maybe skip that one. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. If you're here, mm-hmm. maybe you're into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you can't blame Stephen for what he said and only he said. Hey, listen, you'll get to it, but it's a cat fight, and that's all I can say. Um, Rare. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's an interesting one. I, I might mm-hmm. check that out. I'm not a super, I'm not super into body horror stuff. I'm not super into Cronenberg, but when I go back through his filmography, I'm like, oh, I like a few of these movies a lot, actually. So um, there's a lot I need to check out. I've kind of, he's one of the people that I've kind of missed a lot, though. Um, just like one that I never checked out. Happens, you know. Well, did, y- did y'all watch uh, uh, Possessor? No, I've heard really good things about that. That was his son, I believe. Mm-hmm. I think his daughter did the cameras for it. Oh, crazy. Whole family affair. But that movie's crazy, dude. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I read the synopsis. I hadn't known much about it. And then uh, it sounds pretty wild, but I also it's heard It's not really body horror. It's, it has sudden, like, sudden violence in it, but it's not Interesting, yeah. body horror or anything. Yeah, um, yeah that's what I want to check out. Um but yeah, I, ha- I haven't yet, so we'll see. Um, we watched, last night, we finished The Batman oh, on HBO yeah. Max. Uh, have either of you seen that yet? Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. Brent, have you seen it yet? I don't remember if we talked about it or not. Uh, I have not. <laughs> okay. Asked and answered. Uh, what? Are you boycotting? All right. All right. It was only a matter of time before we got to this. I've, I've mentioned this elsewhere, but... I gotta be honest with you. I don't inherently like Batman. I just don't. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, oh. I, it's it's something. Okay. I no, it's it's something that I've uh, you've been hiding played close to to the best for for quite some time because wow. people fucking love Batman, and I'm just I'm so I just find him so annoying. I just wow, it's like he's not the, a good the dude. Only, 
He's not a good dude. He's not Superman. Yeah. Superman's just a good dude. Yeah. Classic. I heard this guy on a podcast say, <laughs> just a good dude. dude. Yeah. It's wild. Um, but I, I don't know. I just have a hard time relating to him. And I, I feel like I keep chasing the dragon of Batman mm-hmm. uh, from my youth, which was the animated series where he was... Um, he was a uh, nice. Uh, he was a, a superhero. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had to detect things, and uh, you know, he, it was just like classic Batman to me. Yeah. And then everything since, like, do you know how many Batman comics I own and have read? <laughs> You've been like keeping this whole charade. I love this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a mask of my own wearing. Oh my god. Uh, but uh, long story short, no, I, I've not not watched it. I'm sure I will watch it eventually. Potentially for this podcast, uh, at least a stock uh, watch. Yeah, at this point, yeah. Um, uh, that but at this point, me, uh, honestly, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. Which one will I watch first, Avatar or the Batman? <laughs> Who knows? You know. So, so is this not like Batman from like? Do you read Batman comics? I did for a long time. The last. Uh, I, I read like up through Tom King's run in the comics, if, if you know who that is. Oh, that, that was good. Yeah, that was a good run. Uh, I found myself like not caring at the end of each like chapter, like each the end of each like uh, main story arc. I was like, oh, I don't care about this. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of fun for the ride, but then by the time I get to the end of whatever's going on, I'm like, oh, I don't know why I keep reading this. So eventually, once his run stopped, I stopped, and I've not read a Batman comic since. I like some of the peripheral characters. Like, I prefer Catwoman and uh, Robin and Nightwing over over Batman. He's just like, honestly, he's got, like, no personality. And, I, you know, we just had a no-personality rich guy run the country for about mm. four goddamn years, <laughs> and uh, I'm just tired of it. I'm just, you know. Can you imagine him as Batman? <laughs> Please fucking Christ, no. Dear God. I, he imagines himself as I need as you that. to let out the suit a little more. <laughs> it's a little tight. I can't move anything. Man, that'd be wild. I, I'm shocked, uh, for one. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, it's making me think back, because I'm like, I, I grew up liking superheroes, but not comic book stuff, really. It was like the movies or TV shows. Like, But it was like the X-Men and Spider-Man cartoons I liked a lot. And then now mm-hmm. I'm like, X-Men's probably my favorite superhero team or whatever like any of those people could oh, be cool, yeah but mm-hmm. batman especially like batman 89 with with keaton like that was such oh, yeah. a huge juggernaut fucking thing and i was four mm-hmm. years old when it came out and it was like i that was like the first superhero i think i really got attached to as far as i remember mm-hmm. um yeah. and i've always liked just the the shadowy uh, the look of them or whatever like the way the style of it i think is really always kind of great mm-hmm. and i've like i liked every iteration for for whatever reason um you know or different reasons rather i guess um and this one uh the the batman uh matt reeves directed it i really love matt reeves he did like cloverfield mm-hmm. and some of the donna uh hey. like dawn of the planet of the apes or whatever which ones i always forget which ones I which. he did all of them did he do all of them i was thinking he did but uh at least like the last last ones but yeah he's he's a great director and uh i thought this one was just fucking rad there were so many times like amanda and i were watching it together and there were so many times she was kind of like online or whatever and she was kind of paying attention and I'd just be like, holy shit! And she'd be like, what? And I would be like, well, let's rewind it. I want to watch that again. Like, I was kind of glad to watch it at home uh, so I could do that and it was just, it was fun, man. Uh, I won't spoil anything, but it was, it was a blast, so. It's definitely the most different Batman movie that's ever come out. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the, f- people have always been clamoring for that, like, um, detective Batman, you know, and he does a lot more of that in this and uh, he's definitely brooding, like, for for Brent, for you saying that like you don't like his personality or or whatever, like in this one he is mm-hmm. like very emo, basically, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and it, it, it it's not yeah. uh, my favorite Bruce Wayne, I guess. 
mm-hmm. but I, I I loved the ideas of what they did with it. I thought it was pretty cool. Well, there's like barely, there's not a lot of Bruce Wayne in it. That that was my favorite part. <laughs> I like his Batman, and that is true. There's mostly that, and then uh, like Catwoman and stuff. That was cool. Peng- Penguins, fucking um, what's his face? Yeah, uh, I forget. But Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Yeah, that he mm-hmm. disappears into that makeup. It was wild. Um, like you can kind of see his eyes that he's like there, but for the most part, I was kind of shocked that was him. Paul Dano did good as a oh yeah he was really good he's I really like that dude he's uh he's gotten some really good roles over the past decade there was a scene where it just where he just I just saw Eli from There Will Be Blood that's all I saw I still never seen that movie that's good yeah Mm -hmm. I need to check it out it's a good movie Batman's not in it it's great (laughs) yeah Um, real quick, uh, Matt Reeves directed the second and third mm. in that second, third. of the, the Planet of the Apes. It was like Rupert movies. The Wyatt did the first one, right? Damn, very good, Stephen. Yes, that is correct. I don't even know who that is. I forget. Sounds like a Harry Potter character. <laughs> He's Juan Weasley's friend. Yeah, Rupert Wyatt. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I don't uh-huh. know what else he's done, but I remember him. Yeah, that name sounded popped in my head when I thought about that first movie. Captive State uh, directed uh, the first two episodes of a TV series called The Mosquito Coast. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, yucky. Mosquitoes, classically Gross. one of the only animals I do not like. Oh, yeah. They're, they're awful. Um, yep. But yeah, I would, uh, maybe eventually we'll, we'll review the Batman and make you watch it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's fascinating to me. We got to explore this more down the road, man. Well, luckily, it's only... Uh, three plus hours of it. So <laughs> that is the thing. We we did break it up. Uh, we we started watching it like at ten thirty, one night. Mm-hmm. I'm like a a school night rather, right? You know, like uh, mm-hmm. and we I, I paused it at like at eleven thirty, and Amanda saw the time, and it had like over two hours left, and she was like, "Holy fucking shit!" And so we had to watch mm-hmm. it over a few days. Uh, but it worked out that way, yeah. and it it doesn't feel that long. It feels it reminds me more of a TV show now. Like, it just kind of flows, and, like, I was just enveloped in the story, so I just kind of went with it, and it didn't really feel mm-hmm. as long as I thought it was, so. I I think part of the reason why I'm kind of burnt out on the bat is because Warner Brothers has noticed how popular Batman is and how well he sells yeah. almost everything. He's the most popular character over there, and he's and their thought process is like, well, now they're all Batman. Right. Everyone is Batman now. Uh, and uh, everything is just so like dark and brooding, and it works best when he is like that. But everyone mm, around them—that's a good point. Yeah. Or him is, you know, not that. That—that's what kind of makes him stand apart. But then when everyone is dark, and then Superman's out there snapping necks, and Wonder Woman's throwing people against marble walls and mm-hmm. splattering them across bank lobbies. Um, yeah, it, it's just—it's weird. It tainted everything at DC, sort of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. That bat taint. Tainted it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bat taint. <laughs> um, yeah, that's an interesting concept. And also, I really love to see uh, Justice League 2, where uh, there's like one scene where they all show up and they're wearing Batman's suit. And they're like, no, I'm the Batman now. <laughs> Honestly, like, it I'm would Batman. not surprise yeah. me. Yeah, they're, they're all just Batman now. <laughs> I'm the Batman cool. now. I don't know if I can say that anymore, yeah. but you get it. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. What about you, Brett? Anything you wanted to mention? Uh, my wife and I took our in-laws on Mother's Day. We went to go see a movie called The Lost City. Oh, yeah. With Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was hyped for it. I love both of those actors. I think they're both very funny. It was fun, yeah. The movie is not good. Uh, it's not a good movie. I was afraid. I, it looked, the trailer was yeah. fun. It reminded me of like Romancing the Stone. Yes, that's what I wanted, man. You should just rewatch that, apparently. Yeah. I guess so. Jewel I haven't seen I that since I was like... 
since I was in like elementary school oh, yeah. or whatever. I was probably too young to watch it, but it was on TV, or whatever. But uh, yeah, man, it's just the. It, it was very much like, well, we have to do this now because we're in a movie. Mm. We have to do this, you know, like the, the actions don't make sense. It seems like everyone is stepping on each other's jokes and it just doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't hold together very well. It seems very much like a, uh, a type of movie that my uh, in-laws would like. I was going to say, did, did they like it? I think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw that that showed up today on uh, iTunes, and I was like, "Oh, cool! I'm gonna I want to rent that so I can watch it with my my in laws because we love like my mother in law loves to watch like the Mummy movies and like kind of like action adventure silly movies like that and like Romancing the mm-hmm. Stone. So we watched the trailer and we like we all thought that looked like fun and everything. But yeah, yeah. Well, you've seen the movie then. Those are the funniest <laughs> bits. So congratulations. I hate when that happens, man. Yeah, that's disappointing. All right, uh, Darren. Anything else for you? You want to get into the main topic? I haven't seen. Uh... Doctor Strange 2 yet? I have not yet. I think Brent did, though. I've Yeah, I saw it uh, the the Friday it came out. Yeah. What'd you think? You're a Sam Raimi <laughs> fan. Yeah. Dude, Sam Raimi killed it. Like this, I think the writing was... The story was good, but the writing was uh, part. Mm-hmm. I would say there's just some cheese lines in there. It's just like, they were really bad. Like, really bad. But... Yeah. Um, Elizabeth Olsen, like the performances were awesome. Elizabeth Olsen killed it, dude. Oh, that's good. I like mm-hmm. her a lot. She, yeah. she went out. It was crazy. Yeah, that's pretty fun. Um, Brent, you've kind of not really talked much about what you thought about that one yet. I, I don't know if we'll mm-hmm. end up, we'll probably end up reviewing it like the rest of the Marvel stuff, but I just haven't yeah. seen it yet. Um, I told, I think Darren and I were texting about it. My, my brother saw it and, uh, he fucking hated it. He hated it so much. Oh, really? And wow. uh, I don't know why it, we didn't get to a ton of it. He said the writing as well, but he also said that they did a lot of reshoots and he could tell in both the flow of the movie and even like the look of like, not just like the effects, but like everything, like the look of everything is just like, he could tell like, oh, that's a reshoot. Like it just looked different. Um, and that thing is like weren't as polished or whatever. So uh, I, I was curious about that whenever I do watch it, but um, I've heard like mixed reviews basically all around the board. Like generally, I hear people that even really like it, they're always like, "Well, the writing," yeah. but they still liked it, you know. So I I enjoyed it the whole time. I go. didn't have any any problems with it. It's the perfect film. Uh, checked all the boxes for <laughs> me. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was not a musical. Batman was not in it. Um, no country music. No Christmas. <laughs> no country music. Yeah, no dancing. Um, uh, but no, I, like for real, I enjoyed it. I, I, I didn't catch any of the, the weird dialogue or whatever, mm. but like I'm, they have me, you know what? I could just like mail my wallet to Disney mm-hmm. and I'm not going to put up a stink about it. Yeah. You know, I had fun. I liked the, the, the spectacle of it all. And, uh, like Darren was saying, Elizabeth Olsen, man, holy shit. Oh yeah. Awesome. I, I loved her before. She, she's been a, a top five MCU character for me for quite a while but damn she really like cemented her place in it and then um they introduced a new marvel character named america chavez oh yeah and Mm -hmm. she's really good too uh she's in it more than i thought like yeah interesting i won't say anymore but uh yeah i I look forward to hearing what you think of it steve oh man that's cool that that helps i don't i don't always agree lately with my brother on things we used to a lot and uh and he's i've mentioned Mm -hmm. before he's the one that got me into movies and stuff at a young age and horror movies and stuff so uh, we used to agree on almost everything, and then, and now it's like hit or miss. And so I'm curious what I'll think of it. But it's also kind of helps me temper my expectations a little bit. So yeah. we'll see whenever I actually get a chance to watch it. 
That's why I've not said anything to you yeah, right? because I don't want to overhype it, <laughs> yeah, you know? Totally. Because I will. I will overhype it, but <laughs> like, I'm trying man, not to. I'm trying I to can, be I can about talk it. on it for a bit. Yeah, yeah. right on. I, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to check it out soon. Um, I certainly want to. It looks cool. Um, so, Darren, before the sh- I think before the show, maybe when we're recording, I don't know, you, you showed us around your room and your posters and stuff, and you have, I think I saw three Sam Raimi-directed movie posters around you so maybe two like evil dead stuff you're you're a big fan right so you said he killed it yes, so that, you were already gonna buy into it anyway right uh, yeah i was i was done yeah well you know i i i think there was some cool stuff like he like I, he referenced his own movies like oh, that's, that's how fun. cool he is yeah right <laughs> like, yeah but just the camera tricks he does like, mm-hmm. he has signature moves it's like you know it's like watching a pro wrestler yeah <laughs> he's just like yeah. oh my god Oh shit! This is move. And, oh shit! Here comes here it comes. He's shaking the ropes. What a good way to say it, man. That's amazing. It's like, you see that camera spin and you spray him or someone just screaming obscenely right into the camera. That's just. Mm-hmm. I do love the idea that he started off with Evil Dead. I, I don't know if it was like his very first movie, but you know, big big hit movie or whatever. And it's like his big camera move is like we're gonna put a camera on a board. And we're mm-hmm. gonna run through the woods. And now he's not only done superhero movies before, like he's back in the MCU, or really he's now in the MCU. And then the old movies are kind of retconned in the MCU. But he's back into Marvel stuff, and uh, it's kind of yeah. interesting his his trajectory over over time that he would like the visuals of this movie. The tra- just watching the trailer of this versus the first Evil Dead, and that like level of like indie. To like full on big budget, crazy fucking effects, you know, 30, 40 years later, you know, that's pretty amazing. The biggest thing he's ever done. Yeah. Like, that's pretty cool. Like all the CGI and all that stuff. It was just, I had my doubts going in. Because, oh, really? Yeah, because he's never done anything that big before. But it worked I mean, out. He's done, he did Spider Man, but this was a lot. Yeah, it's a lot different now. It makes you wonder what sequences are actually being directed by, you know, the camera director, you mm-hmm. know, and how you're saying reshoots. I'm like, God damn it. I'm going to have to watch it again. <laughs> like, fucking Steven's brother. <laughs> He'll be happy to know he ruined it for someone else. Good. But that's that. I think it's odd that that's the, he's watching the movie for those kind of flaws. You know what I mean? I think he probably is like me where if he, if he mentions it, if he saw it, it's probably because he was already he was either bored or like got out of the movie, you know, like he was already mm-hmm. kind of annoyed or something. Oh, so he just kind of, and then he's kind of picked it apart. Yeah. yeah right. Like, like then he's like, well, that looks stupid. Blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm so, I don't like this, whatever. And I've done that before with other movies. So I kind of get that, but, um, yeah, I guess I don't know. That. I'd be curious. Uh, Cause I usually like Marvel always does reshoots, you know, just to fill out mm-hmm. scripts or whatever, you know, and they always look fine. So I bet it'll, it'll look fine to me and neither of you picked up on it. So, um mm-hmm. yeah my brother's a turd i guess is what i'm saying <laughs> you guys are right you guys are right uh, <laughs> uh real quick uh darren if you like uh sam Raimi, there's a podcast i listen to called blank check with griffin and david and they are running through all of the sam Raimi movies and they started with the evil dead on march 19th they're doing it week by week that's going cool. forward uh the one that just oh. came out on the 7th was for the love of the game which Wait. was a baseball movie with yeah. Kevin Costner. Oh, yeah. we gotta, we're going to skip he, that one. Sam Raimi did that? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Holy yes. shit. There's like sometimes and people... So I miss Darkman? Like, what? Oh, Darkman. 
Yeah, but I mean, it's a podcast. You can just you can go. You can still listen to it. <laughs> so, 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 so how does the internet work? <laughs> Man, I do not know. They let us use it, so it can't be too hard. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> he did um, the Quick and the Dead, like a, a '90s western. Oh, I've, that's, I've never oh, seen, I've seen that. that so many. What? Watch it. I know, right? It, it, it looks it. awesome. I hear great things about it, and I'm like, it has so many good people in it. Um, so that's one I kept hearing people bring up. That was just like, you know, like, oh, you should check out this Sam Raimi thing if you like this one. Like, it's not just Evil Dead that, you you know, everybody talks about, like, that he does all kinds of stuff. So that's wild. He's, he's, mm-hmm. the, he's the king of the zoo. And, oh, man, if, you, if, if, if zooming makes you nauseous, do not watch Because <laughs> <laughs> there's an insane amount. He got carte blanche on that. He was just, yeah. like, zooming on everything. It's like, it's amazing. <laughs> Have you heard of zooms? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I, I I need to go through. I'm not a huge Sam Raimi fan. I'm not a huge Evil Dead fan. But I feel like if I watched it with someone like Darren, I think I mentioned that kind of before. Or like mm-hmm. some of our other friends, like uh, have horror podcasts and stuff, and I think they like them a lot. Um, but I've always watched them alone. I've never watched them with the crowd. I think it, it's maybe a different vibe, you know. What about Army of Darkness? Have you seen that one? I've never seen all of it. I've only seen like parts oh, okay. of it, like on TV, right? You know, back in the day and stuff. Uh, I've seen both the Evil Dead and. I guess in Evil Dead 2, and I've seen the remake, um, which I thought was okay. There's another Evil Dead movie coming out. Oh, really? Yeah, Evil Dead Rise. Oh, that's right. I heard about that. It's like a different... It's like an, like an urban thing, right? It's like in a city. Yeah, that's interesting. Kind of change it up. Ash owns a bakery. He Ooh. bakes bread. That bread <laughs> will rise. It's a rom-com. <laughs> I was going to ask you, Stephen, if uh, you only watched part of Army of Darkness because... You thought it was its own movie, but then about halfway through, you're like, "Wait a minute! Like, this is <laughs> this is Evil Dead Three. <laughs> oh man! And I hadn't seen the other ones yet. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what was going on. I thought it was a sequel yeah, to true. Quick and the Dead. I don't know what was happening. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. it stands to reason, <laughs> yeah. honestly. Yeah, I need to check it out again. So, um, mm-hmm. all right, well, let's get into this main topic because uh, let's do I'm it. Sure you got a lot to say about this. So today we are doing the uh, Matrix Reloaded. Came out in 2003. Um, as long, uh, along with every other fucking property in the Matrix, except for the first movie, uh, as Brett and I discussed recently, the comic books, the Enter the Matrix video game, Matrix Reloaded, and Matrix Revolutions all came out in the same fucking year. Uh, they really loaded it up. Mm-hmm. I realized today too, when I was rewatching it uh, before the podcast. I was like, oh, it wasn't just that they like just waited four years to release it. It's like they needed to distance themselves from Columbine. I feel. You know, because that happened like right, mm-hmm. and they, they were like those kids looked like they copied Neo and his guns like straight, and so I'm like the era was different, and I feel like maybe that was something they're trying to like kind of like let it sit for a little bit, you know. Uh, but I feel like it would have been kind of better if they had released stuff a little bit more uh, across time instead of all at once, like four years later. But uh, it's been fun to revisit them anyway. Um, so. Um, I'm going to get into the cast list and stuff real quick, and then uh, we can jump into it. So, obviously, this was Perfect. written and directed by the Wachowskis. Um, it is starring Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne, Carrie Ann Moss, Hugo Weaving, Jada Pinkett Smith is added to this one. Oh, my God. Will, calm down. He's just reading a cast list. <laughs> Step back, man. Come on, man. Uh, yeah. Harold Perrin? New? I don't know how to say his name. I like that dude. He plays Link. He's like the new operator on the ship on the Nebuchadnezzar. Oh, yeah, from uh, Lost. Yeah, he's from... He was in Lost, he's, right? He's mm-hmm. in so much stuff. He's in Speed. He's in um, Romeo and Juliet from the 90s. Um, yeah, he's in... Was he in Oz? Stuff. Oh, he might have been, too. I don't know. Let me look him up was real quick. In... Yeah, he was in Oz. Yeah. And um, 
28 weeks later i don't remember that he was in zero dark 30 he's in a bunch of stuff holy shit damn he was in the constantine tv show he's been all over the place i didn't realize that but i like that dude a lot um monica belushi replaces tank yeah he yeah he's like the new tank Mm -hmm. yeah in this this one Um, rip tank yeah hashtag yeah uh monica belushi uh is in this uh, as Persephone. Oh, Lord uh, of Mercy. I know. She Forget. looks amazing in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and there's some other people in there. We might get to them, but... Uh, uh, oh, one more I wanted to mention, because I think it's so funny every time I see him, is uh, Lee Wanell is one of the guys that's like... Uh, he's like the number two to like the commander of the forces, the one that's like dating Niobe. And he... He's this dude, um, but yeah. he <laughs> is a director he and a writer and stuff. He's part of like the Saw trilogy or yeah. whatever, and Dead mm-hmm. Silence, Insidious. Like, he's all part of that. So... He before like saw him out a year after this, and he like made it big right after this. But in this movie, he's just like an actor who comes in and he's just like, "Here, uh, they're they're coming, they're drilling down," and he just walks away. You know, <laughs> it's so funny to see him as like an actor at this. So because uh, he's such a big director now and everything, I guess. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, but we got that. Interesting. Um, I was curious, uh, Darren. Well, obviously, this will be st- spoilers the the whole way through as well. Um, and we've been trying not to spoil the future movies, but I'm curious of your entire history of that uh we can kind of talk about the rest of that too but um i'm curious of your history with the, the matrix if you've ever played the enter the matrix video game or any of the other video games because brit and i really haven't uh, so if you have anything mm-hmm. to say about those and then um specifically though you i'm i asked you if you wanted to be on the show for a matrix episode and you requested reloaded because you said it was your favorite and I am so excited to talk to someone that says that. So, uh, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> let's talk about yeah, your history with the Matrix, man. Uh, well, I, you know, I seen I saw every movie in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen the newest one. Uh, I, like I said, I haven't seen Animatrix in so long. Oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah you got to watch that. I've seen watch them all the, several the times. The cat butthole cut. Yeah, you got to watch the cat it's butthole cut. Butthole. Mm-hmm. That's right. You're missing out if you haven't seen it. Well, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. I was—I don't remember ever finishing the Animatrix years ago, but um, when I rewatched it now, and I'm really into this whole series now, and after mm-hmm. Resurrections, it kind of uh, everything just kind of lit up again. I—I I, I just kind of am all involved with this mythology. Uh, but Animatrix was pretty awesome to add to the story, so I would check it out if you're if you're into it again. It has a good—it has a good mythos, right? Mm-hmm. I like it. I used to not. But I'm really into it now, and I kind of feel like I never really gave the sequels that much of a shot. Uh, once they came out, it just was different than I expected, and I was like, this is fucking mm-hmm. bullshit. And for years, I was just like, I just need the first movie. I was good with that. It's fine by itself. And then now I'm like, oh, I get what they're doing. This is cool. And uh, there's entire sequences, and I'm like, I never knew they said that. And it's like clear as day. Someone just like says a line, and it's like, oh, this is cool. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of that <laughs> I kind of missed for years, but... um. I'm, I'm realizing that I, re- I really liked Reloaded when I rewatched it now and when I watched it for Resurrections. So. It, it, it adds so much more. It answers some questions, but it, it, makes, it gives you more questions. Mm-hmm. And it also gives you an answer you didn't think you wanted. Yeah. Like when he meets the architect and he finally makes an actual decision. Like mm-hmm. Neo makes a decision. Like he's not, I have to do this. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. He just sits he's like, Trinity. He's like, Calls his bluff and does his Superman shit. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And like surprises the architect with that choice. Um, I feel like whenever I watched it originally and it got to that scene, I was like, what the fuck? There's just like a nine minute <laughs> scene of this guy just explaining shit. I was just, I just yes. didn't like any of it. And now I'm like, oh, this, he explains a lot of cool shit. See, I, I remember watching that in the theater 
and I, I was like, oh my god, he's telling me all the answers I want to know. And I was like, I have no idea what this is. Because <laughs> it's like a fucking tapestry of words. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 a, it's gorgeous writing, man. I don't give a shit what anyone says. That scene was amazing. I think he's great, yeah. The writing, I was shocked at how much I liked it now. And his performance of him telling Neo all this stuff. Also, the, Mer- the Merovingian, like, mm-hmm. uh, it, it adds... Yeah, Merovingian, the architect, Monica Bellucci is, I guess, Merovingian's wife, mm-hmm. Persephone, which is like, I think she's a like a Roman or Greek goddess. Yeah, I feel like Persephone um, is one of those. It's like the Nebuchadnezzar for the name of the ship that I was like, I've heard that, that name before. I have yeah. no idea what the fucking significance of it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like uh, I like so much more of the mythos now. And it, it for me, it, it revolves around the way Resurrections kind of took the story. And I know a lot of people didn't like that one, um, but I, I really did. And it, it kind of reformed everything. And then once I went back and I was like, oh, there's I, I kind of always accepted the Matrix version of, of the Matrix that they gave us. Like in that first movie and they show us this world where it's like green tinted and neo-noir. It's always dark and and they have a lot of guns and all this stuff, whatever. I was like, oh, this is what the Matrix is. And then I didn't care what the architect told us about this is like the sixth iteration of Neo and what he considers like the sixth iteration of the Matrix. And I was like, I don't like I don't know what those in my head. Those versions were always the exact same thing, except for the very first one, which he says is like peaceful and like humans rejected it. Every other one, I was like, oh, it's always looked like this. But then the the thing I was saying earlier that uh, I was alluding to with like they say it clear as day and I never paid attention to it is they're like, oh, there was a version of the Matrix that had werewolves in it and vampires and shit. And yeah, that, like, was the, that was the second iteration. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, we have all that. Like, that that would have been cool to see, right? Like, I would love to see that version of the Matrix. And then and then in, the, in Matrix Resurrection, Resurrections, it's more of like a, a typical modern day. Like, it's not so gun-heavy and tinted green. It's like, whatever. And I'm like, it. it I, I was talking about it like Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it can be anything they want. And this is just mm-hmm. one version of it we got. And then whenever... Whenever it got to Reloaded and Revolutions, I was like, this isn't what I just had. I want just what I had. Matrix was great. Like, why don't I get the same thing? And they go on all these different journeys, and it's very interwoven, and I, I just wasn't on board for a long time, but uh, now I really am. So, um, yeah. What about you, Brent? Uh, what about your history with, with Reloaded that you remember? Or, or mm-hmm. in Revolutions, too, I guess, because they came out in the same year, if you remember, like, being, being pumped for them, like going to see them in the theater. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the, the first Matrix well enough to where I went to go see um, Reloaded, and then what is the third one called? Something begins with an R. So look, it's the home, home Warner thing. Brothers, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, why are we going to subtitle every Matrix movie with an R word that I cannot remember? Mm-hmm. I conflate all of them. It's, it's too much. It's too much. Uh, so <laughs> Reloaded. Uh, you got the only that one. reason I can remember this title is because i'm like remember it's like if you were to get a loaded baked potato but like a <laughs> refill on the toppings so it's reloaded can you do that is that no a, is that ever, illegal no one's ever dared try wow on the next episode of let's talk about stuff i reload a potato <laughs> i guess you can reload a potato gun you could oh missed opportunity there mm-hmm. bullet time no fuck that potato time bitch <laughs> I would love to see that, actually. I think that would be uh, a really good version of this movie. Mm-hmm. Potato guns. It's like, one <laughs> like, of the, uh, the like, minor characters gets hit, and then somebody runs over to him and is like, uh, 
Tron flesh. Don't worry, you're gonna be okay. He's like, yeah, I'm not gonna make it. I've done been tatered. <laughs> it's just like particles of tater tots all over their He's body. Like, it's like sh- it's like uh, hash browns, like shredded hash browns. Uh huh. And you know that thing in movies where uh, a character dies and then the the living character takes their hand and lightly brushes their eyelids closed. Mm-hmm. Instead of doing that, they just sprinkle some chives on them. <laughs> I thought they were gonna like lay tater tots, like like pennies. Oh uh, yeah, um, for the Grim Reaper. Saints, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, these are my favorite. Thanks, guys. I'll make sure he gets uh, where he needs to go. Bye. I'll see you very soon. Um, but but yeah. So like, I, I remember going to see Reloaded in theaters by myself. Uh, it was like in the middle mm. of a work day, and Nerd. I was like, here's yeah, exactly. And so I like sat in there, and I was trying to think about this. I don't remember how I knew this, but. I just stayed all the way through the credits of the first one and watched what mm. is effectively a trailer for mm. the third movie at the very end of the second one. So there's like kind of a little yeah. post-credits thing in this movie. I got excited when I saw that today, and then I was like, oh, it's just a trailer. Okay. Yeah, I know. I hate when they fucking do that <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. They got me. But um, but yeah, so like I, I like this one. I don't know. It was kind of like in this stage of my life where it's like, well, I don't really understand what the fuck happened. Uh, but mm-hmm. it did have like a nice cliffhanger for this movie for reloaded yeah. to where I'm like, okay, I definitely want to see the next one. So when, uh, and we can talk about this next time, but w- w- th- my theater experience for the, whatever the mm-hmm. fuck the third one's called. Uh, but I did go see that one in theaters as well. And, uh, I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I think maybe the first one's the only one I, I like, um, which I kind of shit on, uh, on 249 when we did that episode. Yeah. Right. Did we do that? <laughs> a no, bit. that was animatrix 248 with, uh, Sarah uh-huh. and Josh. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, I don't know, I'm uh, picking nits about it, but I, I do like that first Matrix movie. So when I sat down to watch this one, I kind of went into it like, oh, boy, this is going to be a little bit of a slog. And, like, I almost immediately regretted pitching you on Matrix May. <laughs> but I will Excellent. say, as I was watching this, I was getting more and more into it the further into the movie oh, awesome. that I got. And and like you were saying, Stephen, there were certain bits of dialogue that I had previously ignored when I was younger. Totally, right? And Crazy. I was like, oh, Hey, you know what? If you listen to what the characters say, they kind of explain what's going <laughs> That's on. That's pretty cool. Yeah, there's some exposition here. Who knew? But it was yeah. like in between these massive action pieces, they've got all this dialogue that gives exposition. But the way they do it is, I don't know, to me it's a, a little bit, I don't know if clunky is the right word, but it's just like almost an info dump Um and yeah. it, it's, it's, I don't know. It's uh, That's how I used to feel about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like action, action, action info dump yeah. action action info dump mm-hmm. but now i'm like oh but i don't i like what they talk about i like the performances so i don't i don't mind it mm-hmm. but i really did at the time and i i've forgiven it a lot more now though and i'm i'm really into this movie this time i, I rewatched it for resurrections and i liked it but this mm-hmm. time i was like i'm into this this is great this I'm time into the whole mythos. it was personal steven it was a personal pan pizza and i love i <laughs> ate every bit of it guys uh, <laughs> I did look up uh, Persephone is the daughter of Demeter, 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 and Zeus was the wife of Hades and the queen of the underworld. Underworld, so, yes, uh, I was getting ready to say. Yeah, but you know, oh, yeah, you're right. See, yeah. No, see, the, see in the Merovingian, he he oversaw the first and second matrix. So the heaven and the hell. Ah. Ooh. Right. See, it's and, so and, deep. And, I, what the fuck? What's part three? What's it called? God, Brent, you're so right. Revolutions. <laughs> Thank you. That's all I need. You know what? Uh, uh, again, audience, thanks for listening to the podcast. We're going to end on a high note of me being right about something. But in res- in, um, re- Revelations. Is it Resurrections? Uh, no, wait, that's the fourth one. Revolutions. Yeah. Revolutions. Revolutions. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, Revelations would have been really good. <laughs> Anyways, so in the third one, missed opportunity. Um, Seraph, um, who is mm-hmm. the protector of the Oracle and Reloaded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When he shows up, he calls him Judas. Oh. And he and he talks about angel without wings. He says some stuff to him. Oh, dude, that's rad. So when when he first comes upon Seraph in this movie, he looks at him in the code and he's gold. And when you when in part three, when he goes to the source, the closer he gets to the city, it becomes gold, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's the original source. It's the code. Hmm. Seraph is from the first Matrix. Crazy. So he is an angel. Seraph, oh. Seraph is derived from Seraphim. It just mm-hmm. it just translates. So <laughs> I think that alone is just badass as shit. Like when you dig There's into so this many stuff, connections. It's awesome. Yeah, it's like when you read aliens, like you know, aliens versus predator from the movies, but you can read those books and there's like mm-hmm. dozens of books about them. And it just oh, creates cool. all this mythos. Uh Star Wars had it for a long time, and then they just mm-hmm. Disney was like, No, we're gonna not call that canon. I think it was like Star right. Wars, Star Wars Legends or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the books, but this just this has a deep dive if you look. Like um, it talks about rogue codes and exiles and like basically Seraph was just he, he chose exile. It, it, he t- he's like you can either choose to get source back or you can choose exile. And he just protects the Oracle. But in this you find out everyone's just a part of the plan. Even mm-hmm. the Oracle. Even everyone is just a part of the plan. It makes you question if there is a matrix or is it a matrix in a matrix. Mm-hmm. It's way deeper than I ever gave it credit for. I know. Were we just young? Were we just young? We were yeah. just like, and this stupid. is fucking boring. <laughs> talking. Why are there not more guns? <laughs> I feel so stupid now. I, I know some people still don't really like these. And I, I totally, I think that's a fair point because I didn't for a long time. But I do think I, I just didn't allow them to really tell me the story they wanted to tell. I didn't understand what they were telling me. And then now I'm like, oh, it's actually pretty rad. And they've really thought about a lot of this, like, that's kind of cool. Well, it's I think a part of it is once you hear the movie is coming out and if you like the first one, you're like trying to make the movie in your head and like, yeah. oh, I want this question to be answered or I want this action sequence to happen. And then when you go see it, you don't get that and you're a little bit disappointed or whatever. Um, and and you thought about it for four years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh, I played the video games and I read these fucking comics <laughs> and shit. This is bullshit. Um, yeah. but, but like once you see it, you know, a couple of times in, in my particular case, and you kind of get the lay of the land and you know the general like story beats or action beats or whatever. Once you mm-hmm. go back and re-explore it, you know, with, uh, being a little bit older, uh, maybe in your guys's case, uh, wiser, not me. Uh, mm-hmm. I I was there. like, oh, OK, I can I can see the way this is put together. I do think the visuals overall look better. Uh, than they did in the first movie, which makes sense since it, mm. you know, technology has grown since that first movie and whatnot. But it seemed more cohesive to me altogether. Uh, and mm-hmm. it is uh, fun to see the actors that are in this movie uh, whom would go on to be things in other movies later on. Um, like the guy who plays Niobe's uh, boyfriend in this movie. Mm-hmm. Eventually, he's like uh, the Martian Manhunter and the Snyder Cut movie oh that's that same dude that's the same guy so when he and uh morpheus are having a a conversation like a heated conversation in this movie it's like wow perry white the editor of the daily planet is yelling at the martian manhunter right now (laughs) that's weird yeah yeah he was martian he was 
he was Martian Manor in Man of Steel as well. Mm-hmm. We just didn't know it. I don't remember that. Yeah, we, I, I, I kind of blocked out Man of Steel mostly. Yeah, <laughs> most people did. Yeah, but it's the like same the machines guy. Did to the sun. It's, and it's Snyder, so. But yeah, right. there's a scene where he stands up and like he's they're like holding him in a containment, like a just a holding cell, and he stands up and everyone backs up but him, and he's just standing on the other side of the two way glass. Wait, wait, in this movie? In Man of Steel. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. See, again, I was like, what? I don't remember that movie at all. There was like, there was a guy that flew. I remember that. Kevin Costner was in it. Yeah. Kevin Costner was Superman. Yeah. He we all died. Remember. He died. <gasps> what? The game. Mar- What's his name? Martha. <laughs> yeah. What if they were both Martha? <laughs> yeah. That's the movie that I want to see. Martha? Kevin Costner is yeah. Martha. Yeah. He, uh, Clark Kent comes in to save his dad and he's like, it's okay. Just have your mother watch this. And he hands her a VHS copy of For the Love of the Game. <laughs> it, full circle, man. Mm-hmm. You bring exactly. Randy back into it. Yeah. I looked up Merovingian to see, you know, what that was about, like what it was supposed to reference. And all I really found was uh, the Mer- Merovingian dynasty was the ruling family of the Franks in the 5th century until 751. Uh, so it was like around like France area. So that makes sense. Like he has like the French accent. Um, and he talks about loving that and stuff, you know, so it's a little bit there. I don't know if there's much more like, like Persephone seemed pretty right on that for what she is. The guy who played the Merovingian looked familiar to me for some reason. I couldn't remember if it was from this movie or if I'd seen him in anything else. So I looked into him and, Mm -hmm. uh, I saw that, uh, he has osteoporosis. I guess he ran out of bone marrow, Virginia or whatever it was. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) In my head, it came out good. Bone Merovingian is was oh the punchline. I couldn't make I it. I was like, was sometimes it. you just go on a, a rant. I'm like, where is this head ahead? And then it, it lands like that, and I just love it. I was at the end of the 26 mile <laughs> marathon, I, and the finish line was in sight. And at that point, my shoes oh just my fell off my feet. It happens, mm-hmm. man. Shoes fall off, dude. Face planted. Anyway, I get that. Yeah, I don't really. Oh, he's in Catwoman. <laughs> the, that's this. how I know him. Is that what you know him from? Mm-hmm. Probably. Um, he's oh. in, he was in a lot of uh, like French films before yeah. this, especially. Um, but yeah, I don't really see much that I, I know him from, at least. Catwoman is also a movie I saw in theaters opening weekend. Oh, God. And just to reiterate, I still have not seen The Batman. Continue, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to say, though, too, uh, theater talk for me. I, rem- mm-hmm. I don't remember which one it was which. I don't remember seeing Matrix at all in the theater, but I might have. But Revolutions... Ugh. Reloaded in Revolutions, the second and third ones. I remember seeing both of those at midnight screenings. Oh, and yeah. one of them, uh, I was we were all about to to see the movie, and it was like it was like counting. It was like two minutes left or whatever, and it was a full packed theater at midnight. And right at the very end, right before the movie was going to start, two people walked in with their fucking baby oh. to the midnight showing and sat in the front row, and he cried the whole time. What? Oh, no. And I, so I re- always re- like associate these two sequels with that fucking kid. <laughs> and he, what's crazy now too, is he's like 21 years old. He's an adult now. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's wild. Yeah, yeah. still Something crying like at that. this movie. Oh, you know, he's like 19 years old. I did it backwards. But mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like he's an adult. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, that was my only experience that I remember from that. And it was one of the earlier like I guess I watched like Lord of the Rings at midnight it was like in that same era that I was watching a ton of stuff at midnight because that's what they all did and yeah. now it's great because they it's like seven o'clock on a Thursday night they're like yeah. cool and I'm like oh this is much better that's insane to like take a, a creature that just popped fresh out the sniz into a theater to yeah. see this loud ass action movie 
and you're gonna sit in the front row even like that's just, that's just way too much sensory overload you know darren you have a little kid uh would you take him to a midnight screening fuck no i thought you were gonna be like i took him to resurrections of course yeah. <laughs> hell no you, saw, you think i saw that in theaters <laughs> oh yeah right yeah hbo fuck yeah man yeah um I, I I watch my niece during the day. I'm around her all the time, and uh, she goes to bed so early. I can't even imagine staying like her staying up till midnight, or like waking up and going to a movie theater with like. Once you get a kid asleep, you fucking don't wake them up, so they stay asleep. You don't want to mess with that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't understand that person. Yeah, totally weird. And I'm like, this is the loudest fucking movie you could take a kid to. It's awful, but yeah. I digress. Um, all right. So I have some notes, but I like how we kind of just been jumping around today and, and in general lately in the podcast. Um, I, I certainly want to hit on stuff that I, I anybody liked a lot. Um, I was talking to my buddy James about this as well, about the whole series and everything about the Matrix and whatever and what we all thought about it. But uh, when I mentioned that, Darren, that you loved Reloaded the most, uh, he was like, oh, that's my favorite, too. So Wild. two people okay. I know yeah. say this is their favorite. I think that's fascinating. Uh, he mentioned it. He, uh, I asked him why. He said it was because he thought the action was so much better and bigger in this one. And at the time that the effects were really fucking good. They look kind of silly. Some of them look silly now. Some of them look fucking great still. Like yeah. Trinity in the very beginning, Trinity on that motorcycle oh. fucking exploding that building looks <laughs> that's tight. Yeah, that's that gorgeous. Oh, it looks fucking great. Um, whenever Neo is fighting all of the Smiths and there's mm-hmm. certain points where everybody is CGI. Yeah. There's, he, he kind of described it as like, and I agree with this. It's kind of like a Play-Doh sort of look. Yeah. It looks they all kind of like a Gumby. It's really soft. Yeah. The edges, yeah, the edges yeah, it's are like too soft. soft. Yeah. But it's, it's cool. Like it's a cool idea, but it's like now it looks like pretty dated, but, um, some of the effects were really good. I, I think that the, the twins, the, the two uh, albino <laughs> the twins. The ghosts, the ghosts, yeah. The ghosts, Yeah. Their ghost effect looks kind of cheesy to me now, but I didn't think it would look cheesy then. Uh, but I like those characters overall. You know, they're they're pretty cool. They look. They both look like the bass player from a band called Zebrahead, and that's the only way I can see them. <laughs> Dude, and, uh, you, know. you know about Zebrahead? <laughs> Fuck yeah, I know about Zebrahead. Hell Dude. yeah, I'm old school I, Zebrahead. Oh really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I gotta look up who this is now that you think this Dude, looks like. Dude, uh, <laughs> man. <laughs> Yeah, old Zebra dude. Like the uh, the I, I guess those twins were not actually actors or whatever. They, from what I understand, they were uh, seen by the directors like somewhere in I think Australia, and they just liked the look of them. So they were like, "Do you want to be in the Matrix?" And so they, I guess they just showed up in the Matrix movie. That's awesome that yeah. they were just like hanging out. Mm-hmm. They both look like Alan Tudyk though. Like both of them, yeah, like fucking do, yeah. both of them. Like what uh-huh. is this? real life? Like in regular life, yeah, they look like uh, just like normal guys. Wait, throw that back up there, Stephen. Yeah, yeah, that up it. there. Oh wow, yeah. Oh, you know who they look like? They, they look like, look like uh, uh, God. What is her name? She's the uh, the ancient one in Doctor Strange. <laughs> Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's just like three Tilda Swintons out in the world. Oh you know? my God. Mm-hmm. What if they're like T- Tilda Swinton's brothers? Mm-hmm. got it yeah yeah man hanging out that's hilarious like they they uh whenever they go in to like do interviews or whatever they drop little like nuggets little kernels of truth about who they really are and mm-hmm. then somebody's like hmm i think they're hinting about swinton that's what they're doing right yeah here. right you know mm-hmm. he's like hi i'm swen this is my brother ton oh my god like, wait a second yeah wait a second yeah, I did tell Brent, though, uh, I think on, a, on the other episode or a recent episode that when I watched this movie, 
I remember I, I remember having to go to the bathroom, having to pee <laughs> specifically because I know I wasn't gone for like forever, but I missed a lot of the freeway chase scene mm. and and those twins. I missed like their introduction or whatever. Wow. And watching it now, I'm like, that scene is like 39 minutes long. I don't know how long I was gone. <laughs> I must have come back in the middle of it and I don't re- really remember much of it, but I remember not liking the movie that much at the time and then leaving the theater and like everybody was like, oh my God, well that highway scene with those twins was amazing. And I was like, I missed it. And if that's your best part of the movie, then I don't fucking like that movie. Like that was part of the the deal for me, unfortunately, was that I, I just missed it. But uh, now it was all pretty cool. It's a really long scene, but um, I watched some like behind the scenes footage uh, a few months ago when Resurrections came out and they how they filmed that and stuff. And it's pretty badass. But uh, I think most of those effects look pretty cool. And the whole idea of like, how it works whatever and like they keep going back and forth on the on the freeway thought that was pretty fun um there's a lot of cool cool effects and cool like big action set pieces in this movie that that really like up the ante from the first one i'm I'm literally watching it right now (laughs) (laughs) he's not he's not paying attention to this show like no i'm listening to you while watching it it's it's fucking awesome it's my movie commentary for you man no it's killing it's it's killing it bro but carrie hold on i'm gonna turn this part out it's carrie and moss like do some of these in and outs like of these cars? I just wonder. They even on Ducati, just fucking shit up. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, watching the special features back in the day that <laughs> she, when she was weaving in and out of those cars, a lot of those are CGI. Like maybe they had like a Ooh. couple of practical cars, but then oh. they added them in CGI. So it, good, it looks man. like there's more traffic. But I love that yeah. the whole sequence. I thought that looked great. I yeah, was really impressed it's pretty with pretty killer it. now. I th- Steven, like you were saying, I think any time that you see a CGI character, they look super rubbery, like the, mm-hmm. the burly brawl when it's uh, CGI yeah. versions of uh, Smith and Neo. It, it, like, it, it takes you out of it because it's like mm-hmm. the whole uncanny valley of it all. It looks very video gamey. However, yeah. that said, like, anytime you see... Um, the actual characters and the like different like hand to hand combat and all of that stuff like uh, Trinity flipping off that motorcycle at the beginning like you said mm-hmm. all of that looks spectacular like yeah. it's so impressive and you know what a lot of people don't know is that they CGI'd the black on them they were in reflective yellow Whoa. safety vests the entire time they were, looks pretty good then they were like oh we got to paint this on you like with spray paint they're like uh uh-uh. uh cgi baby and cgi they did spray paint cgi spray paint <laughs> it's know. like clip art spray paint like <laughs> or like old like microsoft art uh-huh. and like there's like a couple of oh, scenes man. if you look closely you could see a watermark because they don't want to pay, pay full price for oh, of course yeah so you know it's it's a lot you know yeah. you gotta the, pay for every seat and everything does, does neo's butt say getty images on it it's like yeah but it's just, it's just real quick you won't even pay attention why are you looking at his butt it's weird it is Keanu's butt still, but it was through Getty Images. They couldn't afford it. Yeah, they had to get it yeah. from uh, Point Break. Yeah, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. well, man. I'd watch Point Break just for that ass. You know what I'm talking about. Hell yeah, dude. Um, okay, so we had briefly touched on this earlier, but one of my notes was just about the world building and that we actually see Zion in this movie. And uh, also before, I, I've grown to accept it now, but the the look of like the clothing they wear there and stuff, it all looked kind of fake to me a little bit. I like it now. Um, and now I like like the world building, the huge like underground world that they have is pretty cool. Like there's mm-hmm. a scene with Morpheus where he's looking out and all the lights go out, but everybody's like individual lights are on and it kind of looks like stars around them. Like, and they mm-hmm. don't have a real sky. So it was, it was kind of neat to see like th- he grew up there or, or like, I don't know where, when he was taken out of the matrix, but a lot of people like grew up there and like, this is like the only real world that any of them have ever known. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. But, um, I, as best as we understand, 
uh, everybody just fucks in front of each other, right? Uh, to yeah. techno music. <laughs> are, are we in agreement on that? It didn't. Yeah. Sh- it didn't show it, but I'm pretty sure that's what they were telling us. It's implied. Yeah, I mean, there's I, some there's some P and V in that scene, right? I was gonna say, I think I bl- I saw up to three titties in that. Oh, nice. Slow motion dance sequence. Uh, and Darren, like you said earlier, like a lot of bare feet, like dancing stuff. Yeah, like, that was well, a lot of takes, well, yeah. But yeah, that was a lot. It's like hot, not hot. Hot, not hot. If you're into <laughs> yeah. feet, if you're into feet, you're having a ball. But I was, yeah, yeah I was that. This is it's Tarantino's favorite Matrix movie. I'll tell you that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wiggle your big toe. Wiggle mm-hmm. all them oh. toes. <laughs> all them wiggle yeah. toes. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's still pretty weird. I remember it always being kind of weird, but uh, it still is kind of weird. And, it's uh, only it's yeah, I I look, okay. I watched it today. It's only like mm-hmm. four minutes, but it seems yeah. like twenty. <laughs> it seems like twenty goddamn minutes. <laughs> I think I had built it up in my head to be longer than it actually was. Yeah. So when I rewatched it last night, I was like, oh, that was like fairly quick from what, you know, because people, people, it's weird. Like people tend to exaggerate on the Internet, which is something we would huh. never do here. No, we it's fucking insane. And not. anyone who does that should be stopped and oh, honestly yeah. put to death. No exaggeration. You need to be crushed by an elephant's foot. Anyway, wow. when I started rewatching this movie last night, and it started with the the Trinity bike thing and whatnot. I was like, this looks very cool. Then she takes off the helmet. Underneath the helmet, at night, sunglasses on. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay, I guess I guess we're fucking doing it. I, I guess this is happening. <laughs> oh, man, it's amazing. The outfits, uh, I had mentioned, like, the outfits of the people in the real world, uh, the kind of, like, I don't know, cloth sack clothing, you could say, Yeah. Uh, that they wear in Zion. Uh, but when they're back in the Matrix, uh, I think Neo looks fucking awesome in this movie with his like long, sleek uh, like overcoat thing, whatever. And the yeah. way it flows when he's fighting Seraph mm-hmm. in that scene. Um, and he's so like calm. I like his like calm demeanor in these movies. Um, I feel like I, I don't have a very good history. I used to love martial arts movies, but I don't have a very good history of a lot of Asian martial arts movies and stuff. This is probably referencing. Mm-hmm. But everything in this I thought was really cool. And Trinity, you know, she's back there like her patent leather cat suit looking thing and morpheus is always looks just fucking cool as fuck i just want to hang out with that guy his his leather coat has this cool texture on it mm-hmm. it seems like it's i don't know like alligator skin or something like that i don't know it looks yeah like, something they, weird yeah they did a better job of differentiating those three characters when they're standing next to each other so that yeah. even though they're all wearing black it's all different versions of black so mm-hmm. they don't like one person's shoulder doesn't blend into another person's or whatever yeah so i appreciate it better, that. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. it's good yeah. uh, and then i love how morpheus stands with his like elbow he like behind his back he like folds his arms like elbow to elbow mm-hmm. sort of not elbow to elbow but like arm to like hand to elbow in each hand i don't know how to describe that but he has a certain look. He, like he's holding whole, his like, forearms with each of his hands. Yes, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good way to put yeah. it. That's much better than I. So imagine knees, but they're elbows. And you put them <laughs> together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, I got uh, these knees on my arms. On my arms, I'm right? Like, what in the hell? You've seen them. It's weird. Uh, yeah, strange. But yeah, he. Uh, I don't know. They all look pretty fucking cool. Uh, Steven, real quick on episode 249 when we watched the Animatrix. There's that uh, short called Kid Story. And uh, mm. that's when we discussed uh, the right. character of Kid from the Animatrix short. Uh, he shows up in this movie, and I think you were saying the next one he might show up. Yeah, he's well? a bigger part in the next movie, I think. Yeah, because oh, he's he, only a little bit in this one. Yeah, he changes from Kid to bigger Kid. He gets the the propeller beanie on his head. Yeah, 
um yeah i loved watching the animatrix because they they show his him coming he, he basically darren if you don't remember that one he's it's like him in high school and he kind of is realizing that something's weird and then he gets kind of contacted by neo or he con- con- contacts neo somehow and then ends up like basically like forcing himself out of the matrix um so he kind of saves himself whatever but i i that was the only one i remembered from the animatrix and then i remember the kid in the movie he's kind of annoying he's just like annoying kid that is always mm-hmm. like wanting hey hey neo uh, do you oh need that kid help with anything yeah that kid oh, right oh fuck dude he's so, <laughs> i hate but, him so much Knowing his background, he's, he's is Jar Jar Binks. Better. He's the Jar Jar Binks of the fucking. He movie. is kind of the Jar Jar Binks of this movie. That's mm-hmm. a good point. He means well. But knowing though. his backstory, I like he him a little better. Well, you know. Exactly, and he he does have a bigger role in the next movie. Um, I don't know if it's much better if you because he's still annoying. Yeah. But now I feel like rewatching him it helped me a little bit knowing his his origin story in the Animatrix. So, like, not to spoil anything for the next movie, but he does get killed with a potato gun in the third one, right? <laughs> Gets, so gets, it does come into play. Uh, he gets salt and peppered with uh, some tater tots pretty bad. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I like uh, the counselor that talks to Neo. Everybody in this has like a certain amount of gravitas to them. I think it's cool. Um, again, like it's a story that I used to not really care for. And now I'm like, oh, man, I just love I just I love hearing everybody talk. I love him like telling their stories or whatever and like trying to figure out what the one is and what it matters and all this stuff uh there's so many layers to it but, so, but like so many people like believe in him but then like mm-hmm. like even the link he, mm-hmm. he tells his wife he's like yeah i'm starting to believe him it's like dude you've seen literally everything like you read yeah, the right. code you're just sitting there reading the code and you're still skeptical and that's watching just, him be superman and i think you know i think that's on purpose it's just you know People are going to believe. People are going to be hard to be mm-hmm. persuaded. When he walks in, he's like fucking a beetle in the 60s. It's just like people are just giving him shit and laying stuff oh, down right, his yeah. feet. He's just a rock star. And he doesn't... He doesn't and he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. He doesn't doing. embrace that. He's like, what, what do you want from me? <laughs> yeah. I just want to fuck my girl, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. That's the best part of the dance scene. <laughs> like Immediately, he walks, she walks down the stairs and he's just like... Oh god damn. And she walks yeah, right. she walks up to him and he's like, you know, everyone's here and she's like, this way. And she's like, get <laughs> <Hell> in. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm about to plug in. <laughs> Speaking of fucking, there's a point where Link he goes home, he walks in the door, he goes, yes. Where's my pussy? And then like he sees the kids are present. So then he stops. And it's like I love the idea that they put that in the movie and it made final cut of oh, somebody yeah. just like walking in a room screaming, where's my pussy? And like, honestly, he hasn't seen the, her in months. Yeah, I know. And he's, he's he ready for it. He's re- it's like his his uh, wife or girlfriend. And then um, I guess I don't know who the other woman is. It's her sister as her I, sister or something yeah. like that. It's like, wow, he it, it, at least he didn't say the why. There's no way that they'll yeah. they'll ever be able to decipher that. But oh um, just so people know, it's only okay to yell "Where's my pussy?" while walking into the door of a feline adoption agency. Oh, so that's just true. keep that in mind, you know. So but, he should, he was in the wrong. Yeah, or he was in the wrong spot. Maybe he was there to adopt a cat. We don't know. We can't say for sure. <laughs> that would have been amazing if instead mm-hmm. of seeing those kids and his wife, a little kitty was like. Meow, 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 meow. Mm-hmm. And he was actually just here to see his cat the whole time. It could have been like maybe his actual name is Lynx, L-Y-N-X. Oh, and people yeah. just call him Link. He's like, you are just one Link. What are you talking about? Come on now. Yeah. He's like, but I want to be a cat. 
I'm a cat man. <laughs> I did write down that same note, though, because I thought it was hilarious mm-hmm. that he walks in and she's like she's distraught the entire movie that he has volunteered to leave mm-hmm. her and go on these mm-hmm. missions on a, on a thing he doesn't even believe in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then he walks in and he's like, he's just like, where's my pussy? Mm-hmm. What a way. Uh, I feel like I feel like if I did that, I would sleep on the couch that night. Right. Like that would, be, <laughs> that would not be acceptable. <laughs> With kids or no kids, that is just yeah. like, no, don't greet me like that. Uh-huh. Give me a hug first, mm-hmm. you know. And just like softly mumble it into her ear. Yeah. And to where she's like, what did you say? You're like, oh, nothing. You look great. You look great. Happy to see you. It didn't work. You're not into it. Got it. We, Got it. Do we have Hot Pockets or what's up? I mean, you do, but oh, I can't get into it. Okay, bye. Um, can we talk about like some of the acting choices in this movie? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do feel... Like in the Matrix overall, that a lot of the characters have the same personality, which is having no personality and like straight. It, yeah, like I don't. I, I feel like that was yeah. because we've seen these actors in other roles, and they can have, you know, they can uh, what do you call that act? And mm. I don't know. It seems like a very specific choice where it's like, no, you're cool. Don't don't put any emphasis on any specific syllable. Uh, just just simply say the words don't mean them you know yeah yeah but yeah that that took some adaptation for me to get used to to be mm. like oh okay this is just simply how it is remember wearing sunglasses under a helmet at night this is yeah. the uh, lay of the land so eventually i just got over it but that does help me to focus on other characters like smith even though he's got a very like baseline personality the way he uh speaks and the Mm -hmm. cadence at which he speaks yeah uh, is very interesting to me and then like the oracle anytime we see the oracle she's got she's very like soulful i love her like chipper oh my god what a tremendous actress and it's it bums me out that she's Mm -hmm. she passed away and didn't get a chance to be in the the third one um but uh but yeah i like like her a lot though yeah Yeah. and uh, even even the key master is that what he's called the yeah. key master or did i make that up? okay key maker uh, key maker <laughs> key master is uh Ghostbusters. Culkin, right no, it's Ghostbusters. <laughs> that's page master page master okay. key master and the gatekeeper are ghostbusters yes okay yeah i kept thinking about that the whole time i was like where is sigourney weaver they need her <laughs> and then Paige hamilton is the singer of helmet okay there we oh, go I'm finally all, we're all circle. straight that's we're good. good okay well not all of us are straight Right, Darren? Hey, we don't know. That's right. Just because you have a wife. Mm-hmm. Come again? <laughs> yeah, that's, what he, that's what he said last <laughs> night. There you yeah. go. That's right. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, speaking of, uh, one of my notes is the Merovingian making a woman come with a dessert. That was oh, pretty cool. The, the cake. The, the cake orgasm. Yeah, I forgot about that too, man. Oh. See, when I saw it, I was like, damn, that cake made that lady shit her pants. <laughs> She's in that white dress. Yeah, she was. She had to excuse herself to the bathroom. That's why we don't see her ass whenever she walks away. That's smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They should have. Yeah, they should have shown the brown though. Mm-hmm. She just wipes her mouth. Excuse yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Like the, they'll never know. The table, they will yeah. Other people know. at the table are just like fanning their nose. Right. Like they're like that was weird. Right. No. Listen. Mm. Every step. Do you, do you guys smell a tire fire? <laughs> What's happening here? Do we have scent glands? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. I like uh, I like that stuff, though. That scene. That was another one, like a big info dump with the Merovingian. But um, now I really like that stuff. I think he's great. He he really fucking like sells his character to me. He seems really crazy and uh, 
like mm-hmm. interesting or whatever like he, he oh, the way he like keeps hinting at neo that he clearly knows more than neo does and he's like oh, your other iterations didn't do this or whatever and neo doesn't know anything at the time really about that yeah um, mm-hmm. it's that's kind of one of the, that's one of the worst mm-hmm. parts of the movie <laughs> cool he, What's that, he, he he mentions to me he literally mentions to neo about his predecessors like four uh-huh. times and he doesn't go like what wait what <laughs> what what do you mean like it doesn't happen well he's about to fight people you don't have time to say what dude mm-hmm. it's a well-woven script and this is like the shitty part of it it's the yeah, it's, it's the stray thread and i just pulling on it i'm just like god damn it i guess to me i that's another one of the lines that i had completely forgotten about and then I was like, oh, wow, he's like telling he's like giving these little threads and Neo's not pulling on them, which I, I get. Yeah, that it's like he should be like, wait a second. Why do you keep saying that? That's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then when he shows it to the architect, he's like, he's like, why did nobody tell me? Oh, nobody knows. And it's like that guy told you four times. <laughs> he's been telling you all day. <laughs> but to, to be fair, to be fair to Neo. <laughs> He hey. did just see this this hot blonde lady shit her pants at the exactly. dinner table. He's so just like, <laughs> he was hot. He was hot and bothered. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh my god! Trinity's like, what? I uh, I had another note too that the the fighting in this one even more so I think than the first one, um, like that scene where Neo is fighting the the henchman of the Merovingian in that like uh, atrium or whatever that four uh, foyer foyer. Um, they do a lot of like floating kind of things. And it made me think that in this era, there's a lot of other uh, martial arts movies that came out like hero and crouching tiger that I've never seen. And yeah. I feel like oh, would yeah. kind of help me help me almost like, not like help me appreciate this more, but I guess just like I, I liked it in this and I was like, Oh, there's other stuff in the era. I just kind of missed out on. So I, now after watching these, I'm like, Oh, there's like other stuff. It's, it's kind of making me like the matrix more the whole series, but also making me want to branch out a little bit. So I need to I need to check those out. I, I've always wanted to, like especially Crouching mm-hmm. Tiger. Everybody knows that movie, but I've just mm-hmm. never I never watched it when it came out. Well, the I've same the same guy did the wires on this movie. Oh, there you go, right on. Yeah, I called it. So but, <laughs> I nailed it. I was like, I think it, it was Jim's little... wires. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down to Jim's wires. I've been doing the Matrix. I did Crouch and Tiger. Uh, I'm working on uh, Garfield, A Tale of Two Kitties. Uh, I'm doing it all. Oh my god. Mm. Yeah. I need to check it out. Yeah. You so do. One of those I missed out on. You knew Rupert Wyatt and uh, or Rupert Wyatt. <laughs> Rupert. And, I like uh, that. Rupert. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Rupert. I knew Rupert Wyatt and James mm-hmm. Wires. Yeah. Yeah, but not not man, not realizing that you know, know everybody. I know everybody, man. I see. I go to the grocery store, be like, "Hey, Tim, you know Jim? Jim's wires. This is Tim. Tim's Tim's. Uh, damn it, hats. Damn it. <laughs> I thought I could come up with something. I didn't. You I say lost Tim? Do you say Tim hats? What do you say? Tim's hats. <laughs> Tim's uh, sunglasses. Uh, he sold the sunglasses. He's a, he works at the Sunglass Hut where they bought the sunglasses for the movie. So nailed mm-hmm. it. They did fix Neo's uh, sunglasses this go round. They did not look so be like this time. Oh, that's right. They were. We were talking about how fucking. I thought his. I thought his his costume was very like archbishopy, like Catholic priesty. Uh oh. 
I know like, that, like that cover, makes me feel co- bad. Cover but... that one Slayer album. You know what I'm talking about? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know, but Brent seemed to like it. Yeah, I liked it. It was good. Yeah. It was, that was for me. Um, they they did, however, like take all of the budget for slanting the sunglasses, mm-hmm. like frames, or, or not the frames, but the lenses, and they put that uh, in Niobe's character because her oh, like God, yeah. sunglasses lenses are just like almost vertical. What about her hair? She has oh, like balls on her head. Balls oh, Stephen, please, please. Will's going to get pissed again. You do not. <laughs> Don't talk about you it. You can't get into it, dude. You can't do that. Yeah, her glasses are weird, though, because they have, like, the frame kind of separates from the lens, and they're, like, yeah. underneath. It's a really weird design. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know who actually made the sunglasses for the Matrix, though. That'd be interesting. But they, they definitely do some weird styles. But they their mm-hmm. Neos are better. I, I wanted to know what happened to Smith's guns in that Burly Brawl fight, because he does have them later on when he goes... He's like in that that long hallway with all the doors. He pulls guns out when there are multiple Smiths. But I feel like that would be the first thing you would do. Um, It just seems like something an authority figure would do uh, nowadays. You know, how many authority figures just have guns? Just draw a gun. Um, All of them. You have the police, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, firefighters, staying in the police. Sting in the police. Yeah, that's what he does. He he <laughs> instead of a normal bass, he actually plays a an extended uh it's like a reverse sawed off shotgun. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, the barrel was not only not sawed off, but it was there was another one bolted onto it. Except it's like two shotguns pointed directly at each other, you know? Is this a, a custom custom instrument, I guess? Uh actually you can just like go to Walmart and buy one of these. That's crazy. Well, they sell real well. Walmart. Yeah, so mm-hmm. yeah. that tracks. Just tell them, hey, the police sent me. Wink. <laughs> you have to say wink out loud because okay, it's like, you know, some real dullards that work there. They're not going to pick up on the subtleties, but yeah. I uh, I also like the, like Darren was saying earlier, the choice that Neo makes to go save Trinity when he does, and he does mm-hmm. his Superman thing. And then Link is like, no, I've never seen any move, anything move this fast in the Matrix. Mm-hmm. And then it shows Neo, and he is... Uh, I guess we could describe it as like a, a tornado of cars and glass behind him. Dude, that's one of the best shots ever. It's so cool again. I forgot about it. Like, yeah, you're right. You're, you're head on. It looks like, fucking tight, man. It's amazing. Yeah, I really like. Uh, I don't know, just the that that kind of a stuff is again like what I forgot about, or I didn't like by that t- by that point in the movie when I didn't like it at the time. I was like, fuck, I don't fucking care. And now I'm like, when I'm into it, I'm like, oh my god, this is fucking badass. Neo is just so fucking cool. <laughs> I really like Keanu Reeves. He's awesome. But but how does he keep getting away with this? In the movie? No, his acting. How is he oh. doing? Like how is he doing <laughs> this? Is he a fucking to... sorcerer? Like yeah. what is? Did he sell how his do you see fucking him soul? Is his girlfriend a witch? I think that's proven. Well, yeah, he's dating Sabrina, right? I don't know. The, he's dating the a teenage. No, he's he, he, Sabrina. He, says, he calls. He refers to her as Sabrina, the barely legal witch. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, are you guys part of it? Like, why are you changing the subject? Let's get back to why Keanu Reeves <laughs> is allowed to be a bad actor but still be very good. How is this possible? What is this fucking paradox? He, he rides this line. Like some movies, I think he's really good, and some he's really bad. Uh, but overall, he's very charming. I think in movies, and I think mm-hmm. in real life, he's very charming, and he's he seems like a yes. really awesome guy. Right. And so it's it's forgivable. Yeah, we all kind of root for him. Yeah. You know? Well, he, you see interviews with him. He's like a person. And he's telling a story. And he's all excited, and you're just like, where where is this? 
Like, what? <laughs> dig, dig a little deeper, bro. Like, I think what uh, I've noticed is that his voice doesn't match his facial expressions. Like, his voice oh, is very, like, straightforward and doesn't modulate very much at all. But, like, when you see him play with puppies on the internet, you can see his face lights up and everything. He just doesn't... I think he just doesn't focus on controlling his voice as much. It's almost like he doesn't have as much to prove to other people. Uh, it's, uh, it's something oh, that weird. some of us struggle with just a little bit, you know? We have to try to put forth a charade, some say, mm-hmm. when you're really just super sad and living the life of Keanu's voice and... Wow. How can I get those suicide pills? Like, oh no, Brent. What? <laughs> Don't like, listen. So, sounds like if this Batman. is about the drink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If this is about the the, the spicy hot, and hot super super drink, you don't have to finish it, man. You don't have to. <laughs> I'll finish it, it tomorrow. That. It'll be fine. Don't put it in the fridge though. Let it let it just sit on the counter overnight. Let it thaw out. Yeah, yeah. maybe just the problem. It needs to heat up. What if that's the thing you need to put on the stove? Steven, are you telling me I need to boil need to some flaming hot Mountain Dew? If okay. you if you get it hot enough that it burns your taste buds off, doesn't matter mm-hmm. what it tastes like. That's what I'm saying. Well, as you remember on the last episode, I created some tequila soaked gummy bears. Oh, so I'm gosh. practically a chef now. Yeah. How hard could boiling water be? <laughs> oh, I love this, Darren. It started with Brent trying to flavor tequila with gummy bears, right? Like he wanted mm-hmm. that oh. to impart the flavor. But instead, they soaked up the tequila, right? <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, so then he just ended up eating these these wet, plump, uh, juicy mm-hmm. gummy bears. Uh, I've done yeah. it with vodka before. I've never done it with tequila. How was it? But mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> um, It was okay. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. Your face you know? never seemed they, bad, yeah. They, they tasted like tequila. I didn't really get buzzed or, or drunk off of it. You mm-hmm. know, I, I immediately after we were done recording, I went for a long drive, and I was fine, it turns out. <laughs> Um, so yeah, not, not really any, any issues, you know? So if you like the flavor of tequila, maybe my patented gummy bears mm. are for you. They're just a, just, just cash at me like 75 bucks and oh, I'll yeah. send them your way. Mm-hmm. Hard pass. <laughs> mm. I like margaritas a lot, but yeah, tequila straight is like not a good flavor to me anymore. I used to, I used to shoot tequila that was my my drink of With choice. With a potato gun. Yeah. <laughs> you were at my parties. You saw yeah, of the yeah. potato guns. Which is, but then I went straight to the source vodka made of potatoes, yeah. indestructible. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't hurt it with potato gun. So that's right. That's why I changed it up like that. But uh, yeah, now I can't. I couldn't. I could do like a vodka so gummy bear probably still. Even though I don't really drink vodka anymore, but uh, mm-hmm. tequila seems like it'd just be too strong with that flavor. Oh. Yeah. I've me. really taken a shine to it. Uh, to quote a great man, tequila is my lady. Oh, love it. Mm-hmm. That's a sexy voice. Oh, right I'm about it. I'm about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so this movie ends. Uh, the Nebuchadnezzar ship gets blown up by the Sentinel- Sentinels. And then uh, they're trying to escape. And Neo realizes he can feel the Sentinels like he does in the Matrix. But he's in real life and he is able to stop them. But it sends him into a coma. Uh, and we didn't talk at all about Smith. Like, fists a dude. I called it fingering in my notes. Okay, yeah, I was going to say. He would finger Neo, Morpheus. I almost said yeah. that, yeah. But it is yeah. a full, it is, it is four fingers, so it is, it mm-hmm. is fingering, but yeah, <clears throat> with many. Um, but yeah, he's able to, like, infuse his programming, I guess, into a real person and come out of the Matrix. Uh, and I'm so fascinated because I even though I watched the Revolutions movie recently, I don't really remember how this all ends. And so I'm kind of fascinated to see that. But I love 
again, the mythology and this, like, what does this all mean and how is this working that now it's kind of in the Matrix or out of it, they can still kind of interact with that. But uh, but yeah, so it's like Neo gets sent into a, a coma of sorts, and then he's also next to the, the, the guy that Smith had injected, who's also kind of in a coma. And uh, then it just ends with to be concluded. So uh, I'm really pumped. I, I think the the end of this, obviously, it's a big cliffhanger and stuff, but the whole movie was a good ride. I think this one was super fun. I, I still like The Matrix the most to me. I, I mean, it's always going to be like I, I, I talked about it like Jurassic Park the other day, like even though I like yeah. some of the sequels. Jurassic Park is so magical, you can never capture that again. So I, I just really like that first one. But this one, I think it was really fucking great. And I really liked watching it. So uh, I'm, I'm super pumped to, to get to Revolutions and then discuss it next week. And uh, but yeah, so what were your final thoughts, guys? Well, I fucking love this movie. <laughs> OK, <laughs> yeah. All right. Like, it's, it's it's outstanding. Like, it starts with, OK, you were talking about how Neo's just stops the sentinels he's like i can feel them and he goes and feels them mm-hmm. is that a little loose to you <laughs> like <laughs> like the story like writing wise like you think it's a little iffy like a, a little, i, I a little feel gray. like the next movie explains it more but i don't remember why so it, i accepted it, it in this one yeah it kind of does but it's like it's almost like when he goes to the architect and like has contact with mm. the source, he like gets an upgrade, maybe. Mm. Something. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but like that's the only way to explain it because all of a sudden you could just control shit in the real world. But when yeah. the, when this came out and people saw that, a huge like it spawned this huge theory that it's a matrix in a matrix. Mm-hmm. And that he's per- he's that actually he- seems more plausible, right? Yeah, but that's not how the next movie plays out, right? No. That, that I remember, yeah. But no. it actually seems interesting that that, and especially with the architect being like revealing that there's been so many incarnations of this, the ultimate thing would be like to hide a matrix within a matrix, knowing people would wake up in the first one, but then being like, oh, I'm, I'm definitely awake in my dream, so I can't be dreaming again. And then the whole time it's all been, you know, another dream, another matrix, whatever. That's that's a fascinating idea. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I prefer that or not, I guess. It's an inception. Mm-hmm. Also a Warner Brothers property. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> Interesting. Good job, so Nolan. Wow. Good job, <laughs> Nolan. <laughs> yeah. Hack. I see you, Nolan. <laughs> you know Wachowski. So, yeah, obviously, yeah, Darren, you like, you like this movie a lot. You said it also before the show, this is the one you'd seen the most, right? Yeah, I like this one the most. It, it just introduces more. It, it mm-hmm. answers questions from the first one. It, though I, I didn't like that it wasn't its own. The fact that it was to be continued. Yeah. I feel like you could have done, you could have said what you said and had what you had without that. Yeah. So that's why I wish this one came out in 2001. And then two years, like two years after the first one. And then two years later, we had the third one. I, w- I wish it was spread out more and not just like one giant sequel spread across two parts four years after the first one mm-hmm. i feel like i would have liked it better yeah uh, uh single stories in an overarching theme would have been cool yeah well Stephen, we didn't even get another one until like 19 years later like what do you want you're impossible to please yeah i am brent and i want another sequel in 19 more years okay 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 i'll see what i what i can do good mm-hmm. you'll sequel what you can do I'll squeakwolf what we can do. That's right. <laughs> Alvin and the Chipmunks. Matrix Crossover. 5. Here we go. Yeah. Excellent. Mm-hmm. All right. What about uh, what about your feelings about this, Brent? 
Uh, real quick, uh, The Matrix 5 is subtitled uh, Rodent Apocalypse. <laughs> Okay, good. Gotta have the R in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just so we're all Oh, aware. yeah, the R. Yeah. 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 And that um, one would be more recognizable than the rest of them. Of course, yeah. Uh, all the chipmunks, they're going to be wearing just straight up black clothing. Going to be real difficult to tell them apart, but... Yeah, it's all uh, right, though. Just do the best you can, you know? Mm-hmm. Simon has the glasses. That's the... Oh, wait, they're all wearing glasses. Uh-oh. Shit. Well, he um, has two glasses, though. Fuck, yeah, Six dude. eyes. <laughs> Hell, what a dork. <laughs> I hope he gets bullied real hard. Um, uh, Real quick, uh, there are sighs in this movie that Neo uses. Oh, I didn't remember that. Yeah, awesome. Oh, oh my God. I added that to my bucket list of things I want to do. (laughs) Oh, nice. Is is to uh, interact with a sigh. Mm -hmm. I've never seen one in person. There's a a small part of the movie Napoleon Dynamite where he finds a sigh at a thrift shop. Mm -hmm. And he just like picks it up and like puts it in his belt loop. And I'm like, God damn it. I want that so bad. Raphael's my favorite Ninja Turtle, and I just I just think they're such cool weapons, and I just really want one, real bad. So, dude, Raph is the best. Oh yeah, there you go. See, you guys are best we're friends the, already. We're the Raffin boys over here. <laughs> I've got a, a buddy named Raphael, and he has a pair of Psy or size. Oh I don't my know god, how you say that's incredible. Plural. Yeah, and yeah. it's really cool. And I'm like, yeah, you win at life. And you have a friend <laughs> named Donatello because I like to meet him. He's like, oh. I do, but he's busy repairing all of the technology that has ever existed. And that's when my pants together into my body. <laughs> yeah, <Yep>. exactly. <laughs> I get so excited. The guy wearing an orange bandana around his face shows up with a huge trough of cocaine. Oh, he's my like, God. Oh, yeah, a true party dude Pizza over here. Pizza-flavored cocaine? There's, <laughs> 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 like, pepperoni chunks in it. <laughs> yeah. The little ones, the little pepperonis well, you can buy course, right now. the little yeah. ones. <laughs> Um, another thing I want to point out before uh, I wrap up my end here is there's a, a point that uh, the Oracle makes where she's uh, talking about the Merovingian and like what his whole deal is and everything. And Neo asks, what is what does this guy want? I don't understand. And she goes, what do all men with power want? More power. And if you listen faintly in the background, you can hear or, 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 from Tim Allen. <laughs> He's a part of the Matrix. He's part of the Matrix. He's part of everything. Yeah. Fucking Wilson walks by with like a fence mm-hmm. over his face. If you look in the background during the Burley Brawl, one of the Smiths has the little fence oh, over his there face. There you go. It's a mm-hmm. yeah. It's you know, fit him in. you know. I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> you sold that so. Well. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I think you're really putting us in our place. That was amazing. Uh, but yeah, like I, I will say overall, I really enjoyed this watch through. I, I really thought I was going to not like this. Mm-hmm. And at, like I said, the first few minutes of this movie, I was like, oh, no, I don't think I'm enjoying this. But then like once I just let the movie happen. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I just like really enjoyed it. This, awesome, this man. go through. So I can only be crushed by disappointment on the third yeah. one. Right. Yeah. They can only go down from hell. Hell yeah. Wait, so you haven't watched the third one in a long time? No, I watched it before Resurrections. Have you not seen it recently at all, Brent? No, huh? The last time I saw this was would have been on TV probably like 15 years ago or something. Oh man, that's so exciting. Okay, cool. Brad. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I rewatched them. I feel like I watched them all before Resurrections. Yeah, Yeah, before the new one. A few months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've seen them all pretty recently. And they I don't know, uh I was curious, Darren, for you, uh, maybe not spoilers, but your your viewpoints on Resurrections, um, since you're a fan of this one and the series or whatever, because that was new to me. It was like, I just liked the first one. I thought, I thought like, well, it's a sequel, whatever. 
mm-hmm. but now I'm like really into the world, so I really liked yeah. the the new one. But uh, what were you? What did you think of this one? Uh, the new one? Um, I I liked I liked it, mm-hmm. uh, but at the same time, it's like what else could you you could have expanded on like four more matrices like mm-hmm. no one has ever known about. Like they went back into the need love thing and like how deep it is. But you didn't need to know that. Like that was the subtext of the whole. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of. It seems dumb. Like <laughs> not yeah. not it not that it's dumb, but it's like it's like it's talking. To, it's like it's talking to you like you're dumb. You know what I mean? It's just hmm. it's just okay. on the nose. It's just. Yeah, I mean that's how I experience life every day. So I was, <laughs> that's fine with you're me. You're into it, yeah. Like, please explain this Feel to me as I'm trying to eat. I'm trying to eat spaghettios through my eye sockets. <laughs> Is this right? No, it's through your ears. That's why they're shaped oh. like that. It's very Cronenberg. Mm-hmm. You might like this new movie. <laughs> <laughs> you just pour them on top of my head. You could be there like a go. new extra spaghetti face. Oh my god. Yeah. I'll be a hit. I gotta oh, get me yeah. a Funko Pop. Oh my god. Can you imagine? You'd be on your own shelf? I, I can. You're like, yes. I just said it, Steven. I can't yeah. imagine it. <laughs> I'm gonna make it tonight. <laughs> um Yeah, I, I I agree with that. Uh I, I feel like once I knew how Resurrections went and it, that it dives so much into that love story, and then I heard, I think it's Lana, Lana Wachowski did the new one uh, alone, mm-hmm. right? Or like maybe other writing partners, but not not with the other one. Yes. Um, yeah, the, the other, the I can't sis, remember her the other sister didn't want Lily? to do it. Yeah. Lily, yeah, Lily, yeah. yeah. Um, but I had heard like a, a thing about it, and she was like, well, it's always been a love story. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And now going back... Like, obviously, the first one, like, Neo falls for Trinity, and that's, like, what the Oracle even told Trinity. She would fall in love with the one, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I kind of always knew that. But, like, again, it was always about the guns and the other stuff. I just, that was what I cared about, you know? Neo finding his power and becoming Superman, sort of. And then it's like, again, once I rewatched these and paid attention to it, I, like, the whole thing with the architect, the entire uh, new iteration of Neo, he's like, you've never had Trinity. You never had... L- you always loved humanity. We programmed that into you or whatever, but you never had your own personal love. And that's what set him on his new path with his choice. And I'm like, oh, it's all been laid out there. And I kind of dig it. I just never knew it was there. Um, so I feel like there's a lot more that I wish they could have explored too. Or I would totally love more sequels or whatever. Or really even like prequels. I just want to see like the werewolf version basically of the Matrix. I think that sounds rad. Dude, the nightmare. Uh, yeah, I want to see number two. Yes, the, that night- sounds great. the nightmare place. Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I do like where they go with it. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited to continue this series, and especially with you, Brent, that you mm-hmm. haven't seen the the third one in so long. So that'll be really fun uh, in the next couple weeks. So, uh, but yeah, come back definitely for that. We'll do Matrix Revolutions next, and Dude, then Matrix the, Resurrections. When the mechs are just like Rah! right <laughs> at the set. Oh. It's cool. There's a lot of cool stuff in the next one uh, that I just didn't remember. So it'd be fun for for Brent to remember kind of how that all goes mm-hmm. so all right man uh well that was a blast um did you want to plug any social media or anything darren um no thank you <laughs> i love that <laughs> <laughs> no not for yeah. me um uh, that's cool uh all of our mm-hmm. info is in the show notes as usual and if you'd like to uh rate and review us in your favorite podcast apps five stars is appreciated and please tell your friends so more people can find us uh, but man, yeah, I'm glad you came back on the show. Thanks for being a part of this. 
And uh, especially for someone that loves Reloaded so much, I, I love that. So thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks for coming back on, Darren. Thank you, guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, we'll have to find something, uh, maybe metal albums in the future or whatever. Uh, especially Ooh. after was it Seven Dust? I need to check that oh, out. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Look, mm-hmm. look, he's already remembering. I mm-hmm. know, guys. Look, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. <laughs> I'm a big fan of him, obviously. This is if my seven dust shirt. Closely at Steven, he's <laughs> sprouting dreadlocks as we speak. Oh man, I'm on my way. His, his beard has turned to denim. Just on the sides. Wait, my beard yeah. has turned to denim. <laughs> uh huh. I got a denim beard and side bald dreadlocks. Uh huh. That's a good look for me. Oh wow. I think my yeah. wife's gonna divorce me. Um, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> Well, uh, that was a blast, man. Thanks for coming on. Um, and then come back next week and the following weeks to finish out Matrix with us uh, all throughout May. And uh, it's been a blast. So until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. I'm Darren. And let's talk later. Oh, there's my pussy. <laughs> Found it. I forgot I put it in the dryer. I forgot. Uh, oh, you shouldn't do that. What if it's a the, hand wash uh, situation? The one of the older versions of the Matrix that's out there. What if that was like the Underworld franchise? Because they're in like leather, you know. It could lichens, essentially work. Vampires. You got lichens. Uh, you got dislikens, uh, mm-hmm. which are vampires. What if that's like the like, werewolf like, version so, of like <laughs> talking like, shit? You know, werewolves, dislikens. Werewol- mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that actually is probably what they were setting out to do, to be honest. Obviously, they okay. were kind of mimicking the uh, the aesthetic of Matrix, mm-hmm. so might as well say that they that is Matrix version 2, 2.0. You guys like horror, and you like the Matrix. Did either of you ever get into the Underworld series? I like the first one. Dude, oh, no. <laughs> it's like, I, oh, I can't do it. No? I okay. I wonder now, but I've I watched like the them. I've watched them all. I will admit, uh, I've watched them all. Okay, <laughs> but I've never watched them again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. Is that, yeah, that's enough, right? We never talked about that, really. Yeah, that's we, we no. I I don't ever think about the Underworld franchise yeah. for whatever, like the Underworld and uh, what's that? A Resident Evil. They're all oh, the same, yeah. like ilk to me. Yeah, and. I don't mean that in a good way necessarily. Right. You know, I, I remember seeing the first underworld in theaters and I was like, well, this is a movie I watch something to do on Friday or Saturday night. Let's move on to whatever else. Um, but yeah, I never really kept up with it. But a part of me is like, is this like kind of fun, schlocky actiony horror stuff? I don't know. I'm, I, I am a, a bit curious. I'd be curious to I revisit over, it now. Yeah. I know over on Erie international, uh, they've discussed, uh, the bulk of, if not all of the underworld movies. So, uh, and that piques my interest sometimes because yeah. I'm like, Close to that. I, I like what they say on there, but um, yeah, I don't know. There's like a, a specific, like weird uh, aesthetic to mm-hmm. that, like beyond just the, the tight leather of everything and the, the hunky people. It's just like something that's like, I don't know. It might be like a little bit too polished. I'd watch way, it you just know? for Kate Beckinsale, to be honest. Uh huh. Yeah. At least once. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, and then you'll see it from there. I kind of want to watch it now, so I'll go see you guys because I gotta go watch okay. that. <laughs> I have a lot of movies to catch up on. I've never seen anything past the first one. I don't think so. If I come back to discuss the third Matrix movie with you, and you're like, "No, fuck that," change of plans. Here we go. <laughs> I just I talk about it like I watched the Matrix three, but I'm, uh-huh. I w- I just watched all the Underworld movies. <laughs> yeah, like, and I talk about them like they're one movie. Yeah, that's my goal. <laughs> 
that's it, it's all relating back to underworld for you absolutely mm-hmm. the underworld has become the overworld for stephen fisher you know it bark at the moon <laughs> don't do it <laughs> do not partake of this quest do not journey off this you don't want this we need man. to start like a tip jar or whatever where it's like we have our finger on the button right you pay us money if you don't want us we're to gonna watch, watch these this, fucking yeah. movies and talk about it incessantly you know that's the way to do it man mm-hmm. that's the only way we're gonna get soundcloud paid for you I mean, honestly, if we did it for the Passion of the Christ, we'll do it for the Underworld. You know, <laughs> don't make us do it. Oh my, that's awesome. Uh, I have a question. I have a question for the group here. Um, when was the last time you wrote in cursive? Does that ever come up as Long adults? Time. They have to write in cursive outside of signing your signature for things. Do you ever even write that? In it's cursive? like not even. I don't think it's considered cursive anymore. It's just squiggly lines. Mm-hmm. Doesn't I can't read it. Nobody can read it. Of course, I, yeah. that's so, how you know it's a signature. Yeah, I don't think I could do it right now. If, like, it would take me three minutes to do five sentences. <laughs> I feel like every time I do try to write cursive, if, if it comes up, I'm like, like I take mm-hmm. like my hand doesn't remember how to do it. My mind kind of does, like the shapes of things and how they flow together. But my hand mm-hmm. is like, even though it should be easier than you know, print it should like flow. It does not. It like it like my whole brain just shuts down. Well, we're all guys here, so I would imagine that all of us have poor handwriting in general. Is that yeah. a fair statement, Darren? Fucking it, a lot of people have said it looks like serial killer handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been identified by the FBI. Excellent. Okay. Good. Good. Sweet. So no manifestos for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need you to write down some zodiac symbols later on for yeah. comparison's sake. Just test um, I feel like my regular handwriting is atrocious enough that it's like I, I feel like people might suggest that I write in cursive because it's got to be better. But no, it's just it's not good at all. And it, nothing is consistent. I don't know. I don't really understand the, the purpose for cursive as as adults. You know, we don't really write yeah. in calligraphy anymore. It's barely it's write, you barely write at all anymore, you know? I was going to say, I type mm-hmm. everything now. I My handwriting is so, it's gotten even worse because I barely write anything anyway. But if I can, I'm going to go online and or, you know, on a computer or whatever, iPad, mm-hmm. write it out that way. I've heard that some schools have stopped teaching cursive. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say. And at first I was like, wow, yeah. that's wild. But... Our cursive is better than like half the populations. <laughs> yeah, right. Some of them yeah. don't even, don't even know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, what are you doing? It's becoming like a secret language, a secret way to communicate so we can Ooh, get like around that. these Zoomers or whatever, you know? When they try to take over the world, yeah, cursive exactly. is going to bring them down. <laughs> yeah. I, They'll throw off the machines. Yeah. Oh, know? yeah. Yeah, they can't yeah. read that shit. Um, no. I distinctly remember uh, when I was like in second grade or something like that, an older friend of mine that was like in fourth grade, and his teacher was teaching them cursive. And they were like, oh. they required every assignment to be in cursive. And I remember being like, oh my God. Like, I remember being so scared that I was going to have to learn that and do that or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. And for one, as a teacher, that would fucking suck. Like, kids' handwriting is terrible anyway. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine trying to decipher them, like, what they've written in an essay by cursive? That sounds awful. Uh, real quick, Stephen, I don't know if you can say essay uh, being a white person. I think that's more of the realm of a, of a brown man. I, really, um, I don't even know what that reference is. <laughs> yeah, maybe educate yourself. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, okay essay. Um, oh, I got so, Okay, yeah, there I you go. Ya, I get you. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't hear you because it wasn't in cursive. I couldn't tell. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, sorry. You're I'll, just I'll speaking, speaking cursive. cursive. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the sound of a feather hitting a page. Exactly. You've seen it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you've heard it. 
dipping in an inkwell. Um, you wait, you you didn't know how to do cursive in second grade. I don't remember what grade it really was. I was trying to think okay. when, when I actually learned that. Uh, but it was uh-huh. like a, a kid like two years older than me was mm-hmm. learning it. That was like I was friends with, and I was like terrified that I was going to have to do that. And like he was like, he made it essentially seem like from now on until you're dead. Your entire rest of your life is cursive. And I was like, uh-huh. dear God. And now it's like yeah. literally not even taught in schools anymore, you know? Yeah, most exactly. Schools, so, And then like whenever you create your signature, more or less, it's just two names. Either your your first and last name or your maybe middle and last name if you go by that. Oh, yeah. Um, but very rarely do you include your like uh, an initial in that equation, you know? But then whenever you have to go sign mortgage documents, they insist that you include (laughs) at least your middle initial. I was like, so you want my signature, but not my actual signature. Just one that I have to like alter wildly Mm -hmm. to make it look like it. That's how they know it's you. It's strange. Yeah. (laughs) Because it doesn't look like anything. I also feel like my middle initial is M. And I can't really do a cursive M that well because it's like, you know, it starts with that curl thing. It kind of goes down. Mm -hmm. And every time I do it, I'm not used to it. And so I'm like... Like I try, it takes me forever again to like do that. Like my brain is like, doesn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like even more of a struggle guys. It's a struggle. People don't know. <laughs> the struggle's real. You know? This is first the struggle is real. It's yeah. You know, some people can't get anything to eat. Some people mm-hmm. have to write in cursive. It's the same thing. Equality. More, more or less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone has struggles. Yeah. Even podcasters, you know, exactly. From now on, everything we were gonna write is in cursive. Fuck, I'm out. <laughs> you brought it up, man. You gotta do it. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> damn it. I wasn't trying to co-sign on that. Mm-hmm. Cur- I don't know. If I, you uh, had to co-sign, just... middle initial, you gotta include it. Fuck, I know. It's worse than I thought. Yep. We're, we're really going the, down the rabbit hole on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a spiral of uh, a cursive. Uh, I don't know. What what's the the curliest cursive thing? Letter? What do you mean? Yes. F? Like a Z. Oh, yeah. S is pretty good. F? Yeah. F? F? Mm-hmm. I don't even know anymore. I try not to look at them. Is this good? Do people like this? Is this good content for the show? Hell no. Q. <laughs> Enjoying it. <laughs> is that selfish? Hey, it's all for us, man. It doesn't matter. Fuck everybody mm-hmm. else. <laughs> but please tell your friends. Yes, please. Please. Uh, five-star review. <laughs> Greatly appreciated. We didn't mean you, no, listener. No, it's people. just like the other ones, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Very important. Um, I don't think we found a sync word yet, though. That's the problem. That's the problem. Nothing's good the issue out of that. that we're coming across here, you know? Um, Darren, what's this poster behind you? I, I can see that it, it appears to be a black poster, but there's a, a light shining on it. I can't see what's on there. Other, other side that you've got. Oh. There are two cats fighting outside my window. Two cats? Two cats are fighting outside my window, guys. It's not even a joke. Hell that yeah. was really scary. Oh, you captured? Oh, there you, you go. captured the moment. There you go. Oh. Oh, yeah. Look at that. And you got your monster squad right next to that. Holy shit. Was that a Todd McFarlane Spider-Man? That's Maybe the one. we had this conversation before. Wait, oh, yeah. <laughs> Do I want the tour? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, I see a Superman logo over there. Oh, yeah, Wonder Woman mm-hmm. down there. The whole thing. Oh, yeah, Evil Dead. Oh, okay, so you're a Sam Raimi fan, obviously. Huge, huge. I got to check out these cats, guys. That's my, that's my dude. Okay. 
Darren's sitting back down. Steven has gone to the window to inspect um, this. I'll what, be back. What can only be described as a pussy fight. Steven Fisher, and, uh, official pussy inspector. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I think pussy fight's a pretty good sync word. Pussy fight. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on a resume, bro. Put that on a t-shirt. That's a great uh, U-porn search as well. We were discussing it before we recorded. That's a good one. That's true, yeah. Uh Just to give give two context. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We were talking about porn earlier. (laughs) Yeah, of course, guys. What was the the status of the the cats out there, Steven? The status is I'm inside and the light inside my room is too bright and I can't see outside and I'm really upset by it. Oh, so man. I don't even know, but Dang. I heard that. That's how they, that's how they get you, man. This, that's <laughs> horrible. Movie trying to pussy it. <laughs> the light's too bright. <laughs> yeah. Did, could you hear them uh, yelling or what they were yelling about? Um, do you know what the catalyst of the fight was? <laughs> a catalyst. <laughs> catalyst. <laughs> Did you even mean, dude? I've, that was I've done it that again, dude. Hell yeah, dude. Um, yeah, was, I think the context of it was. Um, there was one cat who was um, in a spot he shouldn't have been. You know, he's just wrong place, mm-hmm. wrong time. And uh, the other cat runs the street, you know, basically. So he was saying, oh, wow. okay. get off my turf, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, they don't speak English, but I am fluent in cat Oh, okay, good. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Mm-hmm. I heard most of it. I'm not, well, I'm fluent, but I haven't heard it in a while. So mm-hmm. I got bits and pieces, you know, and so did that cat. Yeah. So he's gone. He's I guess so. Damn. Mm-hmm. The one cat was throwing hands, wearing its black Air Force Ones out there. Yeah. Taking it to the streets, you know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Oh, God, nope. there's a dance-off. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it is to the streets. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Man, he, cats dance, you know? They're the cat's pajamas and the bee's knees, all those things. They made a whole goddamn movie about it. Hell yeah. Not one butthole in that fucking thing either. Mm. And I looked. Yeah, but Animatrix, if you need a cat butthole, you go there, buddy. That's right, yeah. Cat butthole? The hero is... Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, my God, yes. Did you rewatch the Animatrix? We'll get to it later, which means earlier, but... Nah, mm-hmm. I haven't watched... Oh, man, you're missing out on some cat butthole then. Yeah, mm-hmm. I forgot Just all about one. it until you mentioned it the other day. I was like, wow. Yeah, I know, right? I, I kind of forgot about it, too. Uh, we'll talk well, about we have that. time yeah. if you want to go ahead and boot it up real quick. We'll... <laughs> yeah, you know, like, it's like an hour and a half. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing yeah. reload. I'm playing reloaded in the background since we're talking about Hell reloaded. Yeah. It's at the like, scene. It's at the up. fucking four minute dance, not an orgy, but it's supposed to be oh, an orgy yeah. scene. Mm-hmm. I can't Just, wait to talk about sweaty orgies. Oh my god, so many bare feet. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, same for this. Same for this. <laughs> All right, you want to sync with uh, what was it? Pussy fight. Uh, pussy fight. Yeah. I hope let my me, parents let me check real one. quick. Uh, let me see. Yes, we have not used that sync word yet. Mm, good, 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 good. Yeah. It's weird how we I thought maybe new ones, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I thought maybe when, uh, we had a, a, a female guest host on, uh, we used it, but maybe not. Probably not. Probably, probably, probably best not. to stay yeah. away from that, yeah, indeed. Mm, yeah. Mm, all right. Yeah. <clears throat> but they know. Yeah. You get it, Liz, right? You get it. That's fine. <laughs> she said it was okay. That's fine. <laughs> all right. All right. So, uh, Darren, we're all three of us going to say the words pussy fight. To sync mm-hmm. when I count down from three. No, wait, count. Wait, one, two, count up to three, mm-hmm. and then we say pussy fight, right? Yep, got it. Okay, cool. Clear as mud. All right. So we'll sync on three. One, two, three. Pussy, pussy fight. fight. 
you know, I would love to do a sync word that is like like that, but like a little mm-hmm. more risque, you know, like babies on the on the racist, racist, racist line. And then we're like, guests, <laughs> just say it with us. We're all going to say it together. <laughs> you know, and then we just back out and we're like, we got you. We have this on you now. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You belong to us now, bitch. Mm-hmm. But we did That's join idea, in this Steven. one, so yeah, you're yeah. welcome, I guess. You, um, yeah, you got through that one unscathed, Darren. But yeah. whoever the next guest is, okay, we got your ass, dude. <laughs> Unless they are that race, and then it's like, oh fuck, okay, well that didn't that kind of backfired, you know? Are you? Uh, is your microphone uh, in the same county as you? Is it? <laughs> is it in your ears? Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. If you speak into the microphone, it makes it a little bit easier to hear you. Yes. You good? You good? Oh, now it's gone. Uh oh, he's muted. Burp, burp, burp. All right, there I am. There we go. Awesome. <laughs> I exist. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's the joy of podcasting through Zoom, man. It's all good. We've never had anyone just walk directly off the show before. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, things happen. He's like, and I'm going to bed. Yeah. Oh man, it would be amazing <laughs> if he just left his his video up the whole time. I love it. I like, I like, uh, Darren's, Darren, this is the third time out, man. He's like, I'm a pro. They got it. It's whatever. I'll be yeah, back. Fine. They it's know cool. it. I got to think real quick. I got, I'll come back. It's cool. Mm-hmm. As he's flying. Oh. Uh, as he's flying, it's really fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. What's, what's happening? <laughs> Darren, we can't hear you, man. Your, your mic is muted. Hey. Anyways. L P A S.